welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You want to explain how the two of you boys know each other? Oh, man. Yeah. It goes it, way it, back. It's a I fun understand. story. Yeah. Uh, so our mutual friend Kyle had just, uh, I was on vacation, and he hit me up and just said, uh, hey, I'm in a band, which I didn't even know that. And uh, he goes, Perfect. he goes, our, our drummer is stuck in Canada. <laughs> the, the country won't let him leave. And the we have, country. Yeah. And we have a, we have a tour coming up. Yeah. So uh, I was like, okay. And he goes, um, can you, can you learn like 10 songs in like three days? And then we're going to take off for like, it's like six, seven, eight weeks, something like that. Yep. Fuck. And I was like, yep. I, I don't know, it man. And I eventually, he honestly, he hit me at the perfect time. Wait, how old were you? Uh, this was six years ago five years ago five years ago yeah and uh okay. it was the it was the perfect time like had he asked me six months later or six months sooner i think the answer would have been no yeah and uh i was like let's go and i didn't even really ask much about the band or which i maybe should have <laughs> <You> should have <laughs> and uh yeah I, I literally met ryan at a studio we had like one rehearsal and uh and I met Ryan. I think the first thing you ever mm -hmm. said to me was like, don't fuck up or something like that. <laughs> I was trying to like Good luck, mess kid. with him. And yeah. I, and I was like, oh, I'm just kidding, man. But yeah, it was at, it was at Black Diamond yep. recording studios. He just walks in like super short hair, short haircut, glasses just walks in. He goes, hey, how's it going? I was like, what's up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it was epic. And yep. we we cranked it out. And I felt I that felt was the first time you actually saw him yeah. ever. Yeah, wow. yeah, ever. Before that, because, um, yeah, our other drummer, he's stuck in Canada. Like, he had flown out, we did all this stuff, and then he went back and then made the mistake, I think, of saying he was coming out here for work. Mm -hmm. And you, like, can't do that with Canada because they'll just automatically, they want to make money off of you or other stuff. Yeah. It was something like that. So he couldn't come, and he goes, I know this guy, really talented, super funny. I'm going to see if he can do it. And then later the next day, he's like, dude, Alan's coming. I was like, who? <laughs> come again? And then there he was. But it was really amazing because it literally was in like three days, he comes in and he just nailed the parts. Like our first run through, he maybe missed three things and they weren't even like big things. And I was just like stunned at that level of like professionalism for him to come in with that amount of time and hit it at that level. It's and, everything for drummers. Oh, it was, Yeah. I mean, it, it blew me away. And then it set in after that, that we were all gonna have to wear a bunch of makeup and yeah. then it got, I was like in denial for yeah. yeah for the first chunk of the tour. I was like, I mean, they'll wear makeup and then I just won't. Yeah, everything will be fine. It's not going to look that weird that the drummer has nothing on. <laughs> and then I just didn't ever bring it up. Nope, because I thought I'd just be able to slip on stage before the first show. Yep. And then we were like, we we're in a guitar center parking lot. I was about to say bring that up. And Matt just goes, "All right, let's do makeup." And I'm like, "Excuse me, come yep. in." Yep. And it happened. Yeah, I went inside because I had something. Something was going on with my bass. So I was having issues with one of my my basses and. Because I, I play bass in that band. Mm -hmm. And uh, I go inside to do something, and I come out, and Matt is drawing, the singer Matt, he's drawing on, on Alan's face, like these like weird symbols on his forehead and stuff, and like smearing like white stuff. He's like, <laughs> yeah, this looks really good. And Alan, at this point, we've, we've spent a couple days together, and that. Alan really is just hilarious, especially in different situations. And he's just sitting there, and, and, and Matt's like, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, this looks really good. And Alan goes, "Yeah, I'm sure it looks great." <laughs> just, just this look on his face, like I can't believe I'm in Hollywood. Dude, I remember the symbol on my forehead was oh. so absurdly ornate. Was it the same one every night? No, no. no. And, and okay. I never even did because this was kind of. He was like, "I'm gonna do it and just yeah. see what looks good on you, but then you're gonna do your own makeup every night, whatever." Yeah. And I was like, "All right, cool." And so he does it, and I could tell, like you know, 45 minutes in, I'm like, "I'm not gonna spend this much time." No way. So then, when I was in charge of it. I just went full like Brandon Lee from Crow. I was like mm -hmm. all white face, fucking black lipstick, 
Uh, right. I don't even. I think the version of putting makeup on. Yeah, I was like, I'm just this. This is my level of effort. Now, didn't it all just come off when you were sweating? For the most part, yeah. And then it would kind of sometimes it would look cool because of that. I would look like uh, the wrestler Sting after he ate a couple fake punches. Yeah. You know, it's like starts peeling off your forehead and shit. So you guys were what type of band? It was like like gothy punk 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 metal. metal. Yeah, I've always said yeah. just like I've always said like yeah, goth metal. It's like a like who's uh, Marilyn Manson meets uh, Rob cool. Zombie. Cool. Yeah, very cool, Rob cool, cool. Zombie dope. I, yeah. I've always wanted to be in a band like that. Like yeah. I always said, like Marilyn Manson, Nine Inch Nails. It was that. fun it was fucking so music to play because like as a, drummer, as a drummer, it was just all groove oriented. Yeah, a lot of double kick, which yep. I wasn't able to do a lot at the time. And did someone in the band do like? Like electronic synthy or samples or something. It was like all that. it was all sampled. All the like the extra little backup things was all on backing tracks. So, just so did you play to a click? Yeah, yeah, that was that was a huge part of the rehearsal. Wasn't yeah. even learning the parts, but just understanding like the the cues and everything between Dude, playing songs to and... a click in the studio is one thing, mm-hmm. and, and you have to know to do it if you're a drummer. To all you young drummers out there that are <laughs> fighting it, you have to do it. Really should. Yeah, I mean, there's just no option. Um, but then to play to a click live, mm-hmm. dude, that is a whole fucking different yeah. world. Oh, that 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 alone made half of every show just so exciting because sometimes we'd come out and things would just be a mess or you know you know it is at different shows we'd have a small stage or somebody knocks something over or somebody's just out of it and then I there's so many times where I'd look over at Alan and I'm like because the backing tracks would start and Alan's like reaching around like digging for something looks over and I'm like I don't know what's gonna happen because I was synced up with him always yeah and I. Literally last moment you hear the thing and then he would just kind of like a robot sit up and then <laughs> right on it every time. But up until that moment, I was like, this is this is where we screw up. This is this is where it begins. That's always the scariest moment is like just getting started. Yep. But then yeah. once you're in it, like yeah. every song, it gets a little easier. And yeah. But it was it was really cool for a lot of it's it's funny because him and I almost had kind of the same vibe. Like when I agreed to do it, I was like, yeah, let's let's do this. And then I realized the whole makeup thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like. I don't really want to do that. But then by the end of the tour, we were having so much fun yeah. with the makeup part. Like, like Alan was saying, he was he went simple on his makeup, but his got cooler after that. Like he started putting black paint like on his neck and smearing it, and he just got cooler and cooler. And we just kind of accepted it. Right. The more we accepted it, suddenly it was like, oh, this is dope. And then suddenly it was over. And I was like, we we should have just embraced it the whole time. It was right. like a big learning experience to really just kind of let go, for me at least, anyways. Oh, yeah. And when it was over, now I, I still wish. We were playing shows sometimes because it was it's just fun. It's so different from like everyday life. Like, oh, I'm on, like today I was late getting here because I'm stuck on the highway instead of I'm in the back of a van oh, yeah. covered half in makeup and Alan is... just took pictures of me throwing up in an alley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Which happened. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you're holding up like a, one of those bins or whatever because we had a leak in our first sprinter. Oh my God. So I'm just for like 45 minutes, we're just driving down the road and I'm just holding this fucking... Just holding it up. Because it's dripping all over Kyle who's laying on the ground and all of our sleeping bags and shit. Yeah. It's fun because like problems then become interesting (laughs) because without them, you're literally sitting in a van bored out of your mind. Yep. So you might as well have this like interesting thing to solve where now problems are inconvenient because you have something to be doing. Yep. You have a task to complete. 100%. Because yeah, otherwise you're just right. You're just bored laying yeah. in the back. We're like, oh, we have six more hours till we get to this place. Like, yeah. what are we gonna do? It's now? not as much of an adventure when you're home, but then you're out on the road and you're like, yep, oh, it's it's a fun game of like, can we survive and can we, you know? Did yeah. you guys have any like asshole bro dudes give you guys shit? 
No, mm-hmm. not really. Like small, because smaller clubs. For we were nice makeup, dude. <laughs> no, no, it's because the people that showed up, they were all wearing it too. Like they knew the show they were coming oh, to. Okay. Uh, we were opening for Wednesday Thirteen, who was the vocalist for Murder Dolls, and so it was like part of that scene. Yeah, big right. time. The my the fascinating thing, like just speaking of people's opinions on it, was uh, seeing how many girls were like so into Matt, the vocalist, big time. Who like had like a very much like it was total Marilyn Manson like leather skirt. He like no shirt. Uh, he's like abusing himself, just like bleeding from the chest, from the mm. face, all the shit. And you see these girls melting. And I remember melting in, in Denver. I pulled one to the side. and I'm like, just explain to me. Like, I see you looking at him and you're so like w- mentally. What is going on? Like, what is the attraction? And I'll never I was almost haunted by what she said. What she she just said? she just goes, honestly, he's a work of art. Ugh. And I go, cool, yeah. just as confused as I was before I yeah. asked. Yeah. <laughs> like, that answer is nothing. What a barfed on her face. Yeah. yeah. I was, because here's my, this is my suspicion. It's just like any other, like, bad boy type. I think that they see that as it, a bad boy type. It all comes down to who would my dad be the most disappointed if I brought home? Yeah. And I mean, a yeah. dude in a leather skirt with fishnet like no dad is going to understand that yeah so it's kind of like that's i think that's definitely part of the attraction and also like matt's not a bad looking guy it's not like he was 700 pounds and, yeah right you he's know. in shape yeah thin and good looking guy anyway yep. and then right on stage singing oh, with yeah. shaved eyebrows though of course yeah yeah so full deal shaved eyebrows Dude, it's funny it's still like makeup. one of my favorite genres is like old like when Trent Reznor was still fucking fishnets, oh and yeah, dude. cakey fucking shit on his face. Love mm-hmm. those videos, dude. Yeah, that's the, the. I was best. listening to that this morning actually. Just yeah. like, man, I wish I could have been there, because yep. times were just so different, especially with yeah. the motions. So I, I, I totally feel the, that. The fragile tour so documentary, like, is one of my favorite. Oh yeah, things ever. Couldn't agree more. I mean, god damn, it was good. Yeah. That was kind of the one thing I had Fuck. going for me going into the the mortified thing was. Uh, that growing up, like I talked to Kyle about a little bit on the road, I fucking loved like dope. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Wednesday 13 was huge for me too. Yep. So it was a weird, like I wasn't into him any longer when we were on the road with him, but I could still pull from like, like 14 year old Alan for sure was just jamming that, that first Wednesday 13 album and even murder <laughs> dolls before that. Yep, like that's cool. It was a really big deal to like, now I'm just on the road with this guy. It was, it was sick. Yeah. And you you kind of already had like a historical love for like, not theatrical. That's not the right word, but like Slipknot. <laughs> yeah. Like mm-hmm. metal that like was eccentric. And mm-hmm. So that's that's cool that you got to do that. I never really yeah. wanted to like be any of that. But yeah, all the music I liked was all very that way. And I right. think that at 14. Well, that's the cool if, thing about being a drummer. Yeah. Oh, I know. You just kind of be, you know, just exist it was so in the nice. background. That very first show, which was easily the worst show of the whole tour. Uh, it was in um, oh. it was in California. It was like a, a San... San something. It was that small room. San Juan Capistrano. We were we were all yeah. in a line on the stage because there wasn't any room. There's like, yes. there was like this much room. And the audience was just a bunch of statues that yeah. were just like, you're not Wednesday 13. We yeah. don't care. Right. And I'm I'm in this like full makeup, super uncomfortable. Like <laughs> it was the best. It was the weirdest thing to like be physically uncomfortable, but oh. then sitting behind a drum set where I'm the most comfortable. That was the weirdest like juxtaposition of like yeah. it's like I'm naked, but I'm playing drums, so that's yeah. cool too. Like it was this weird do I be uncomfortable or not right now? Yeah. It was it was super bizarre. It it was. And now full circle, Kyle, who brought us into that, now actually plays for Wednesday 13. Yeah. And he's been on tour with them a, a year after that tour. He's now been with them ever since. So what, three and a half years yeah. he's been on the road with them now? Are you talking about Kyle? Castronovo. No, different Kyle. Yeah, oh. you're thinking Baltus. Yeah. Not. Yeah, uh, Kyle, Kyle uh, Castronovo. 36 grade. Yeah, not right, 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 right. Um, yeah, and he's what's funny is he played guitar in Mortified on tour with with Ryan and I, but he's um 
mm. an incredible drummer. Yeah, cool. Like, insane. Nice. So nuts. His talent's nuts. I mean, his his dad is Dean Castronovo, who used to be the drummer in Journey, and then oh, he oh shit, um, yeah, 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 and then he was a uh, he was the drummer for Ozzy for a while too. Yep. Oh so. fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, him. Shit. Yeah. That's and, his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was part of the allure. Like for me, because I was in Colorado, and when Matt hit me up, they had written the record and done everything. He's like, "We're gonna start touring. Do you want to be in the band?" Because I've grown up playing music, and Matt and I played music together uh, as kids and etc. And, and he goes, "Yeah, you know, it's, it's like screamo ish. Like not screamo, but we're doing this, this, and this. And oh, the dude from Journey's in it. And I was like, wait, 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 hold on. Dude from Journey's in it, and we're gonna wear a bunch of face paint." Where do I sign up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, for real. And that's, that was Jake, it. Can you look that name up? Yeah. What was it? Dean? Yep. Cast- D-E-E-N. Yep. Castronovo. Castronovo. Yeah. He's I, I incredible. He's been him, in, I don't know if it's who I'm thinking. He's, he's been, been in, in other... Uh, he's been in other shit, too. He he plays on the record. Yeah. A bunch of songs on there are him. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that guy's a fucking animal. Oh, yeah. No, he's he's amazing. Especially, like, we, we jammed with him live a few times. Even, and, even now. Dude, I'll, I'll show yeah, you like, my favorite... Oh, yeah. This is my favorite... Dean Castronovo video, honestly, out of all of them. There's even videos of him playing with Journey wearing the Mortified t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which are awesome. So it, <laughs> oh, I yeah. literally put in Dean Cast, and my favorite thing is the second thing that pops up. Oh, the mother-father performance? Here's the thing. This motherfucker can also sing. And not just sing? It, can we cuss in this? Yeah, absolutely. Fucking sing. It, it, <laughs> is, it is ridiculous. I mean... Watch this shit. Amazing. And if you're listening, you're not missing out because it's so great. Yeah. So this is more current journey. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This is a little older now, but yeah. that's him. Come on. And then he drums. Wait, that's, who's? That's Dean singing right now behind yeah. the kit. At, th- at this point, who's the singer of Journey though? Uh, it's Arnell. Yeah. The newest singer, that the guy Filipino guy. The guy from yeah. the Philippines. Yeah. Contest or whatever. So he would take breaks, and then he would fill in, so he could like get a vocal rest. Because that sounds. Yeah. Just yeah, just as good as uh, Perry, just like Steve, Steve Perry, Perry. Just, yeah. just like Steve Auger. Yes, and now that's so fucking annoying. When someone's that good at drumming. He's like, oh, you thought singing? I was gonna stop singing just because I'm playing drums now? Yeah, no, I'm not. Easy he goes right into this fill and he hits these highs. Ready? Oh. Woo. Legit goosebumps right now. Yep. Ugh. Ready? Here he goes. Fuck yeah, dude. Dude, it's. Journey rules. By it's the way. untouchable. Dude, oh yeah. yeah, Journey's in my in my top ten all time. So good. He crushes. I mean, it. just a consummate professional. By the way, Alan, the fact that it. you love Journey makes me very happy. Oh good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. I think Separate Ways is one of the top twenty-five Dude. best written songs. Well, what was that the old music band you video covered? for Separate Ways? Is oh. Un- oh please please pull it up. Oh my god, it's great. Um, was that what there, you covered in your old band? Yeah, across the sun covered that. Yeah. Do you know what video I'm talking about, Ryan? I think so. They're like pretending to play their instruments. Oh my god! They yeah, it's on, outrageous. On like a oh, and they're chasing a woman too. By the way, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Super I don't know. Predatorial. Yeah, this it. is Separate Ways Journey, one of the greatest yes. music video ever. Don't do. Look at the keyboard. Look at those oh dorks. My god. Fucking dorks. It's called the Ghost Keyboard, son. Ever heard of it? <laughs> think how much money they made after this. Their fucking balls are all just bulging out of their jeans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're chasing a girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get in their way. Yeah, look at this. That mullet. Yeah. <laughs> look into the lens. <laughs> oh, 
never be that cool. Ever. No. Ever. Not ever. Ever. Don't try. It's not possible. Ugh. Look at the Look fucking at the, drummer yeah, back there. <laughs> that shirt. Look at those guns. If you dress like that now, oh. you just get beat up. I mean, or... I see these guys all over Portland. Uh, or laid left and right. <laughs> or laid left and right. It's 50-50, really. You know these guys just fucking destroyed in every awesome, city they went. Dude. Uh, man, that's we need fucking rock bands where it's like dudes with like shitty tank tops and mustaches and mullets and... <laughs> Fucking, Dude, so oh, I legit, man. I love that song so and much. They're all 40 somehow. I talked my band into doing now it. Now here's Alan. <laughs> yeah. He's in Denver. Of course, he covers the song. Yeah. Is it the marquee? Yeah. Yep, is it a little faster? A little bit faster, yeah. a little bit heavier. Yeah, dude. How long ago is this? Jesus. Six, seven years ago. Just a little different. Yeah. I'll try to find the breakdown. It's so <laughs> and then kill this shit. <laughs> oh, the symbol grab? Yeah. It's such a rad song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course. Some might argue this is better than the original. <laughs> yeah. uh, and some would listen to that and just fucking puke everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Try to have me killed. <laughs> Wait, what year do you think that was? Oh fuck! Uh, a while ago. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say eight years. That's I feel the most confident in that. 2011. Yeah, you're definitely a better drummer now. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I fucking hope so. God, I mean, yeah. after all this time, eight years later, imagine I'm just like somehow worse. I mean, you're killing it yeah. there, but you're you have more of like a commanding yeah thing now. Well, the toughest know? thing with like the the heavier, like the quick. Like, if you were standing yeah. behind me right it's now, true. you would see how close and yep. compact my kit is because yep. I got to move quick, quick-ass yep. fills. Absolutely. But then well, when you can, like, sink into a groove, you can, like... Which the band you're in now, you can more do that. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, and it's interesting, too, because that's another reason that Al and I got along so well on the road was for different types of music. So him and I both love hip-hop and, like, R&B and, like, just a lot of stuff. Like, we're up on stage, like, sweating and melting in this face paint, like, screaming, and then we get in the van... And he'd be like, dude, have you heard the new like Drake song or this and that? <laughs> yeah. And like we would sit in the back and like listen to that. And I think that's a big part of the the like the progression in his drumming. And mm -hmm. I can even see it because sometimes we would sit because we used to live together. We lived together what three years? Oh, longer than that. Longer like, than that. We were going wow. on our fifth, I think. God. So yeah, we yeah. we go back pretty far now. And like he'd just be like, Hey, check out this track. And it would literally be just like this groovy tune where almost nothing's going on except just a really clean yeah, and he would yeah. just stand there and air drum. He'd be like, you feel that? And I'd be yeah. like, you know, I can't feel that. He'd like suck me in just yeah. by like it's, explaining uh, yeah. it. So, yeah. So it makes sense to me that progression, just getting everything in there, but still loving the crazy metal mixed yep. with that like R and B. Like that's awesome. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, it all has its place if you can find little ways. I mean, it's a couple of the guys that are in the band uh, that I'm in now. They they like this shit too. So they'll that's they'll ask dope. me to like sneak in little double kick parts that kind of make no sense. Yeah. But we're, and I still have like a double kick pedal and, um, but you know, you just, you use it sparingly and yeah. mm -hmm. try to stay true to like the little the sprinkles. Genre. Yeah, exactly. Here and there. So Ryan, why don't you talk about what you're pursuing now? Like, what are you working on these days? <clears throat> so I, my stories goes, goes a bunch of different ways, but currently I do a lot in video. Um, so video production, filming, video editing, like that's my life now. Um, I played. I grew up playing music. My mom is actually a, tra a traditionally trained big band singer. Oh, cool! And she played rock and roll. So, like, I grew up playing. She taught me how to play. 
I mean, music literally always is, around it. It's it's always been the biggest thing in my life, and like now it's funny because the younger me would have like hit me in the face if I said, "Oh, I'm not going to be pursuing music." Because it was like oh, after the Mortified I tour, I did so with Kyle, uh, the same Kyle who brought us together. We did another record together, um, the, us, and then his dad was on a couple tracks, and it was this big production. Like we worked with some big names, flew to Nashville to master it, where I got to meet the rest of Journey and like Whoa. do all this stuff. And they were like, "We're being at that point, we were being looked at by um, what's the record label that has uh, Slipknot and like Nickelback." Roadrunner? Roadrunner. So yeah. they're like, well, Roadrunner's looking By at us. By the way, not to interrupt you, the fact that Nickelback was ever <laughs> part of that. I know. They brought Jesus in those numbers. Lord. I dude. know, because yeah. the know. numbers. Probably made them a ton of money. Well, they told us, they're like, they're looking at us to sign us and do all this stuff and everything. And I thought, this is it. We're, this me is and it, Kyle, yeah. we're, here we go. Like, we worked with the um, like this guy, Toby Wright. Like, he worked with Metallica and Korn and Motley Crue and everybody yeah. produced the record. And it was this huge experience. And, you know, here I am with Journey doing it. And I'm like, this is it. And then uh, it just, it's kind of hard to really, I guess, go into explain what happened, but it just dissolved. Like as quickly as it became together, it went away and then Kyle joined the other band. Exactly. I know. And now he's gone. Everyone I know that's been (laughs) in a band, like when I say a band, like a real band, a band that tours and tries to make it. Every every single one of my friends that has done this, everyone has that similar kind of story. Yeah. The, uh, this, I thought this was it. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing. And I'm... I'm bummed that it didn't go further, but I'm glad that it happened the way it did too because I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love Kyle and everything he did for me and like being a part of that and his family. And like, I'm I'm really happy for him because um, like basically he went and he joined Wednesday and like he, that took priority. And that's great. And yep. he's still doing it and he's crushing Everything it. happens for a reason. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's and it's like and, and with that, that saying with fast forwarding it. So um, before that, like while doing music. Um, I've, I also do hair. So like I started, I worked in salons and then out here in Portland after the tour, I went back to cutting hair. So I'm barbering mm-hmm. fast forward a few years. Um, I get super into bodybuilding. I'm going to be a competitive bodybuilder, Shit. all this stuff. You can look back at old pictures of me flexing like an idiot. That's crazy. Be, I lived no with Alan. I'd be like, Alan, check it out. I'd flex in front of him. He'd look at me and be like, I Life is know. weird, right? It's very long. And <laughs> oh, I know. It was, but I loved it. I and loved every second shit. of it. Cause like him and I kind of, we always talk about it. Like this is all together. But yeah. Um, like being able to like even be that guy to be like, I'm in a cutoff shirt and flexing, doing all this. It was kind of a big like, I can do anything. It doesn't matter what people think. Oh, like, absolutely. I can keep changing and keep doing yes, this. Yes, man. I love that. And it was just like this big like, fuck you guys. Like I'm going to do everyone. anything Dude, I, I did, want to I know. Do, I took a hard know? turn in my late 20s and uh, went through Firefighting Academy, went through all the interviews, Dope. did That's that for amazing. three years. Wow. You know, found out that it's not something I want to do forever. But, but you went and tried. I did it. And and half of my friends were like, what yep. is James? Do- has he lost his fucking mind? Yeah. Even my dad was yeah. like, you all right, man? Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Well, and and the whole reason I bring all that little up. fucking punk kid is now going to be a firefighter. You know, what? A firefighter. But that's yeah. like a great story, you know. Yeah. And then, um, so then you you fast forward that, and I'm training for like my first big competition. I'm super stoked. I would tell Alan about it all the time. I was just killing myself trying to get in good shape, and yeah. I got in really good shape. And then I tore my shoulder in Ugh. three places. So Oof. now I can't train. I couldn't cut hair. Um, I ended up having to have surgery. It took months to get the surgery, but uh, I couldn't work for five months. During that time, I'd always been into video and photography. Yeah. But during this time, I didn't have anything else to do. I couldn't even, for the first month after my surgery, I couldn't move my arm up like past like right right here if I tried, no matter what I did with as much work. Um, So I just doubled down. I was like, all right, 
it's either figure something else out because I'd gone to college and done other stuff. It was figure something else out or go back to call centers. I was like, what am I going to do if I can't cut hair? So I just started learning. I was like, how do I take pictures better? How do I film? And how can I market on social media? And I made that like my mission. So mm. when I wasn't just like watching movies and just like binge eating ice cream, <laughs> just I was like, I'm stuck at home. <laughs> uh, I was just learning. And it's crazy because January 18th last year, I posted my first video for um, uh, like the barbershop I was working at at the time. I came back part time after my surgery. Yeah, it's all kind of long story. But then a year later, I've now toured internationally to multiple places, worked with famous celebrities, and um, done music videos. And yep. my life has completely changed all because I tore my shoulder. Right, and it threw me into video. Dude, that's amazing. It's it's nuts how things change. Well, it's, it's because you have the phenomenal. right attitude. Right? Yes. Yes. After yeah. a little bit of like, what am I going to do and freaking out? I, I tell people a lot. They're like, dude, you've done so much. It's it's just been interesting because people are like, how are you doing this and this, this and that? It, it was literally creativity driven by fear. It yeah. was, what am I going to do? I'm either I'm either literally going back to call centers and hating my life or I got to figure something else out. What do I do? Do I move back home or do I step up, put in the effort and the time and learn? So literally I work seven days a week. I if I wasn't at the barbershop, I'm editing or I'm filming or I'm marketing. I'm doing whatever I can to get my name out there. And I just so made the are, right connections. What are companies actually hiring you to do? <laughs> the video production work for like a campaign or just mm -hmm. a general, hey, we want people to know about our salon or a barbershop? Mm -hmm. Is yeah. that? Uh, little of everything, yeah. actually. So I work with a lot of like um, social influencers, like through Instagram, Facebook, stuff like that, and then companies as well. So some people like in hair that, like have big followings will hire me just to document like them um, like doing a, a hair show or cutting hair to class or just documenting a trip for travel, like for them to go cut hair somewhere. Gotcha. So I've done that. And then I've worked for um, like I filmed a commercial for Planet Fitness um, for them doing um, like a big dance thing. Wow, that's to, a huge client. Yeah. It was huge. That was yeah. my first like major one. Do we got to get him hooked up with our, our shared friend Finn? Yeah. McKinty. Yeah, it would make a lot of sense. Because that's was kind of his thing. That's, really? Yeah, it's it was more his thing in the past, and he kind of has a different day job, but he's still like-minded in that way. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Just like a marketing guru. You know, I love that. He's really good at growing brands, whether it's his, his own brand or other people's. Last time he was on the show, I brought up, uh, you and I had you just really talked kind of about like Andy Frisella. Yes. So I brought that up to... Uh, to him because he's really into Which you got uh, me into now. I'm uh, obsessed. Yes. He's Jacko Jacko yes. Willing. Yeah, Jacko's the man. He's, I've read his book yep. a thousand times. So yep. Finn's into all that same yep. shit. That's dope. So and because of that. Finn, I finally started jujitsu. That's right. Because yeah. of Finn. Yeah. I saw your shirt. Yeah. And I was gonna say that one of the things that uh the coach Coach Dan, he's the the guy that has mm. done the few classes I've taken, he was talking about how like the perspective of so if say you're going for like a choke or whatever, right? And you think you have a chance to actually submit someone. Yeah. And you're you're going for that Ezekiel choke, whatever the fuck you're doing. Yeah. And the guy figures a way out of that. Mm -hmm. Instead of just like, oh, I'm going to fucking wrench down on this. I'm going to figure it out. Like, use that as an opportunity to now look at that guy's leg. Yeah. That's because he's not focusing on that part of his body now. Yeah. Because he's just fucking trying to fight you off his, his neck. Yeah. You know, so that, that was a gift. Yes. And so that's what you did. Like when your shoulder got fucked up, you were sitting there just crying. Be like, now what? You, Thank you. you. That was an, that was an, op but that's an option. Yes. And a lot of people don't do that. Yeah. Including myself. I mean, there's been time and time again where I'd, fuck man, you just fall down and you're just like, 
why me? And oh yeah, the world fucking hates me. It's just it's it doesn't help anyone. Well, one of the craziest concepts is that our preference isn't always the best thing for us. Absolutely, dude. But we like we run around and like that's that's our means of survival. Is like, what do you want to do? Say that again. Yeah, our preference is not always the best thing for us. That is a note right there. That is yeah. a fucked up and thing to say. That's. I love that you said that because that's that goes back to I think I've even said Jocko say it. I know Andy said it. Like our body's first thing like to do as a creature is to seek comfort. Yeah. Dude, that's, Anything yeah. dis uncomfortable, you don't want to do it. But Dude, it is exactly what you have to do. Working out. Every time. Work ethic, learning yep. to edit. I'm sure that was not very fun. It's a pain. It's a <laughs> fucking pain. It's work. It's actual <laughs> yeah. work. It is a ton of work. Yeah, man. And that's yeah, that's all part of it. And that's I love that uh, Alan helped turn you guys on to like Andy Frisella, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um because it it's that's a big part of it. So before, it, for myself, it was just learning how to do the things. And then after I started gaining a little bit of traction, it was, okay, now how do I sustain? Like, because even Alan saw oh, it right. and, and like Chris Ruby, who he works with. I remember the day, I won't forget it because at the barbershop, well, Chris would come get his hair cut and Alan, I've cut his hair for years. And I remember the day Chris took me aside at the barbershop and he goes, hey, man, I want to ask you some questions about a couple of things you're doing. Your, your videos are just, they're getting so much better. Like I, I, it's like you're a different person in a matter of a couple of months. And I remember that being like the light that went off that was like, maybe I can actually really do this. Like I thought I could, but then somebody I respected was like, hey, you're, you're doing something. And then it was from there, I started getting a couple bigger jobs and then the pressure hit. And I was like, how am I gonna get through this pressure? And then I found people like Andy through um, one of the barbers that I work with in LA who kind of like helped get my name out there. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes by Stay Gold 31 if you look her up on Instagram, her name's Sophie. She goes by Stagold31. That name huge. sounds really familiar. Yeah, she's huge in the in the hair world uh, industry. She turned me on to Andy's work uh, and his podcast, and it was through listening to him literally yell at, yell at anybody who would listen and, and to basically better themselves yeah. and to get through things, no matter how hard it was, even though it does suck, that it's worth it, and it's been worth it. And it's just crazy. Like the fact that I can even sit here and talk to you guys about the little bit of stuff that I've done is amazing yeah. and it's a test to not giving up like right. you just said because yeah. I could just bail and I could go back home and like live with my mom or go back to my old ways and like I said all those other things but to think of that when I'm older and be like man I gave up mm-hmm. yeah I, I, but it's it, but there's a lot of balance in that story because like you're you're taking something that you're already naturally good at you know you, mm-hmm. you're a creative minded person you mm-hmm. came from you know playing in bands mm-hmm. and that, that kind of world and you always knew that you want to do video stuff, mm-hmm. but you didn't shut off that part of the brain where, because people do this to themselves all the time, and I'm guilty of this too, where you say, no, I am this person. Mm-hmm. I am that guy. I'm the guy, I'm the drummer in the band. Man. That was my identity for as long as I can remember. That is a good point. You know, right and there. eventually I said, well, I'm a very multi-dimensional person. Mm-hmm. Why would I just, mm-hmm. that's right. insane. Mm-hmm. Life is so long and we're very diverse people. No. I mean, Alan has so many different interests. Oh, it's insane. Well, that's, You have so many. We all I do. love that. I right? love that you brought that up. And that's, again, one of the reasons that him and I are still this close to this day is talking about things like that and being versatile and exactly what you said. Because, again, that, that comment about, like, younger me would have been like, I can't believe you're not pursuing music. I know. Um, but at the same time, it's that ability to be like, yeah, that's that's where you were. And that's that's done. And it could all come back around. <laughs> and it could. It could. You right? never know. Yeah. But it's being flexible and being able to move in other and things. And maybe you won't be in a band, but maybe this video production work, like you said, you've done a couple music videos, mm-hmm. right? Yep. I mean, look at Alan. He's a designer, mm-hmm. and that's brought him back to the beginning anyway. Now yes. he's designing yes. for bands, and he his day job is at a record label. And 
Like I run a music management company. Yep. I represent music producers. Yep. That is my version of that. You know, I I love it. So anyway, that can absolutely keep happening. Yep. And, no. it, and it likely will. Well, Just, and my you know, my foot in the door at Rise was uh was the president at the time knowing me from my band. Yep. Craig. So, yeah. yeah. So he he might not have even exactly known man. Who the fuck yeah. I was. I mean, to to the advice to young people is really just to do. Well, yeah, go do thank stuff. You. Try and thank don't you. just go do stuff. Don't put the value Ugh. of like I made zero. I made negative money being in a band. Yep. yep. But then negative. But then you have to ask yourself: Is that the value, or was the value that it led to a career potentially? Big time. Yep. As well as a, a shitload of friendships and connections and life experience. Yep. So the value can come in different different it's shapes like, and forms. Like a ten year job interview. Right. Yeah. To yeah. Get essentially, you to where you are now. Well, on on a side tangent of that and that's exactly what alan just brought up so alan will remember because we talked about it last time that i cut his hair so i'm currently in the middle of doing all the steps to start my own like creative collective Mm -hmm. and doing a thing and of course i've asked alan to be a part of it in any way he'd like to be a part of it and the name behind that that i'm still like working with is something he's known for a while and it's for me it's something that i talk about a lot especially online when i post or talk about to anything with anybody but it's called y plus time so it's like y in quotes and then like a plus symbol and then uh time in quotes but why are you doing what you do and do you have the fortitude to actually make it happen cuz everybody right. um they're like oh I, I why am i not good at this right away and right. I know designers that are they like, the time part. Well, yeah. And they're like, Alan's so good. And I'm like, dude, Alan's been doing this Alan for years. Alan shut himself in a dark room for, for days years. and months and learned how to edit. Yeah. Everything yeah. that you're just so frustrated about, he's already done that. And right. he's at this spot because he's not only done that, but now he's put up with this client and that client. And he's been on the road and he's done that. Oh, and by the way, when you were out doing this, this, and this, or you had a family or you got kids and mm-hmm. this and that, Alan was working on that. Yep. And why is he doing it? Well, it matters to him. It's music. It's there's tons of other things behind it he knows his why but for me like that's the whole with anything for everybody is why plus time why are you doing what you're doing and do you have the fortitude to actually stick through it and make it happen because even once you make it then you like if you make it in something then you go oh now i have to step up even harder just started yeah yeah yeah. once you get all this attention you better not even rest for one second because that's the moment anybody else is going to catch up to you and you're going to not going to put out your best work. You have to continually put it out. Alan was Period. just talking about that earlier. I brought up to him because he's been really busy with, with that <laughs> stuff. And it, yeah. It's like, man, you know, it's like, be careful what you wish for. But oh, yeah. you obviously can't complain that now you're getting a bunch of work. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of keeping this ship going and, and growing it. And Yeah. Dude, that's, I think that's kind of, yeah, and Ryan and I, a lot of our talks now are we, the, the common kind of core between us is we've each been in this really like kind of uh we're both grateful for it but we're in this interesting dilemma where we have to learn to start saying no more yeah yeah. and that's a it's It's really difficult to flip your brain at 180 degrees when you know i remember what it was like to just wait for that one email i just wanted one band (laughs) to get a t-shirt designed for me for 50 fucking dollars 50 dollars like that was just that's all i wanted and now it's at a point where uh, you know, I'm I'm lucky enough to work with huge names and actually think to myself like, fuck, dude, like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And you think yeah. like you don't want to do shit for the Grateful Dead. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> what do you mean you don't want? You're telling the Grateful Dead no. Yeah. Like, like who are but you? I'm like, yeah, I am because I'm tired. Yep. And it's like you're tired. Yep. But it's like you have to understand that there's there is validity to that, that I'm no good to anybody if I just keep kind of. 
if, if I go more prostitute yeah. with it yeah. than graphic designer with it. Yeah, absolutely. That was a, a huge lesson in, in firefighting, you know, because they, they drill that into your brain all through the academy and, and after that you are of no use to anyone if you die. Yep. Yeah. So if you're the firefighter 100%. and you go into the structure to get someone and you're just fucking the, that crazy guy that's kicking open doors and yeah, then now now only not only are you going to not be able to get the the person that needs your help, but now everyone else on the department's going to go have to get you. Yep. So your best buddies and the people that you love are going to go risk their life to yep. get you. And it's it's no difference. Like if you can't take care of yourself if you're not exercising, eating right, sleeping, you know, doing all the things that makes an Alan Ashcraft happy, mm-hmm. yeah, then you're going to be of no use to your clients. Yeah, it's true. And I mean, this all kind of falls into an even larger, kind of more broad conversation about self-care in general yeah. or boundaries. Shit, Big time. Like That's so far this year, 2019 has been really like boundaries has kind of been, um, it's been the theme for me with friends and family specifically. And you, as you start to um, enforce boundaries, you realize why people don't fucking do it. Big time. It's real fucking hard to tell people uh, that you that you care about, that you talk to every day, that you are invested in, that invest in you to tell them no, yeah. essentially, after years of saying yes. Yeah. And, but then you realize it, something's got to give at some point. You can't, saying yes all the time is just eroding your spirit yeah. and your motivation. And, and it's been the best thing I've ever done. It's just really, really challenging. It's very, t- especially when it's, especially when it involves work yeah. on, on top of that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when you try really hard to get to a certain level. And like for me, that's something I'm still working with. We talk about it all the time. So I, as of next week, don't cut hair anymore. So I, I'm full time with video, which has been a dream of mine. And I'm so full of work right now that especially for this next week, it's like a nightmare trying to get it all done plus cut hair. And then even after that, I'm trying to figure out ways to still say no because I have so many opportunities coming. And it's just this huge like the, the first thing that went for me was my health a couple months ago. Like I'm, I'm fine, but like I haven't been like I stopped going to the gym and like eating right. And for yeah. me, and, and like I said, with working out and like Alan knows me, like that's a huge part. But mm-hmm. I felt so much pressure because I've had a lot of big names um, hit me up. And I'm like, like I'll, I'll check my email and I'm like, is this real? Right. And, and then, oh, my God, it is real. And then they're like, can you get this done in a couple of days? And I'm like, in the back of my head, you can't. And I'm like, and I've, I've already typed and pressed yes. And I've, <laughs> I've hit yeah. sent and I'm like, yeah. oh, well, now I'm screwed. Yeah. And so... Like in a couple days, uh, I have a couple days. I have another video. Um, so the singer Sierra, mm-hmm. Sierra. I always say it wrong. Like I have something. Oh, I thought it was Sierra too. Is, is it Sierra? That, um, Russell Wilson's wife. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. I have a my second video, behind the scenes video from a stuff I did with her will be coming out in a few days. And I have to finish doing that oh, short right. notice. And I have now two videos due for them within five days. Oh, on man, top of uh, other client work, and then you guys, we were talking about Andy Frisella. Um, I've been super fortunate here. Recently, um, I got hit up by a, a local local fitness, like I guess you could say celebrity influencer here in town. Her name's uh, Claire Thomas, and she's huge, and she's one of uh, First Form's, um, Andy's company, one of their elite athletes. That's like the, the ripped blonde one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's, and she's amazing. One of the best people, clients I could ever have asked to work with, and it's just, it's amazing. So I have that, and then Sierra, and then these other things, and they're coming up, and I keep turning around, and I'm like, uh, yeah. Can I breathe? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think one of the hallmarks of like a successful creative or, or anybody in any industry is that their fear of not performing at 100% outweighs their celebration about getting the job in the first place. Yeah. Because yep. I think I think some of the amateurs out there, they will 
celebrate this gig that they just got so much that it'll cause them to not even really put focus into the work. Yeah. But then those of us that pride ourselves on like this pursuit of greatness and, and be the best that we can be and continually learn and execute, we're more worried about not being able to do our best that at least for me, I'll get some of these gigs, these names that 10 years ago, I would have been like, what? No Mm -hmm. way I'm working for them. I, but now I just, I don't even celebrate it. I'm just like, okay, this is a job. Got to get this done through it. And it's not even because I'm jaded. It's because I respect this client and as well as myself and my name so much that I need to, I need to get this right. And I love yeah. that you brought that up and you guys, especially with uh, the the people you guys have had in here, cause I've, I've seen the list and I've, I've listened to it. Um, when you, it goes from, Oh my God, I got this job to now you understand because of the work that you've put in, you see what other people and under other individuals and groups and bands, whoever, have done to get to where they're at and just like Alan's saying when they're like we need this from you you go of course you do that's because that's where I'm good and I'm going to deliver because you respect them at that level oh yeah and it's just crazy how things change because it goes from if I could just work for this person and then you're like oh they're a badass and they've had to crush to get to where they're at yep I have to do the same and that's where that intensity of trying to perform at every level really kicks in and then then there then comes a balance and now you're like what do I say no to for every, it's just this big circle of how do you, I don't know, really balance that. Yeah. Cause it is a respect thing. Like you just said, like it's, it's one thing to be like, Oh, I've got this up in here. And then you're just like, well, these are people that work hard. They need the best for me. And then you're like, okay, I'll give them my best. Now can I give myself my best? And then right. you start to go through it. It's very interesting that yeah. you brought that up. Cause that's currently, that's the theme in my head. That's constantly, cause I've been editing all day. I filmed a, 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 a interview and a small thing this morning for a local company and I've been editing since six this morning or whatever. Just and in then, front of your computer all the time. Yep. So I edited this morning, went and filmed, came back, kept editing. Do you edit on a, a desktop or do, do you do it? I have on, both. Yeah. Uh, so I have a I have a, a desktop, so a custom build um, with a it's a Hackintosh. So one side's Hackintosh, the other side's PC. So I can go between the two, and then I have a laptop, um, one of these MacBook. Pro, yeah, is that what a pro. That is? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, for travel. Cool. Um, and it's funny because I got like the nicest one with like all the power because I'm like, I'm going to need this for editing and I never use it. Mm. I only use it on the road to back up my files because I hate editing on it. <laughs> Are you a uh, work? So it sounds like you're a work at home kind of guy. I am for yeah. the most as much as I can. When I when I'm out um, traveling, obviously, I'll do whatever I have to. So like last year when I was in Russia, um, I'm out there filming in Russia and like I had to get stuff done. And like you're just sitting in a hotel and it's two in the morning and I'm like, I don't even know who I am anymore. I need to get better at <laughs> learning how to, to work effectively at home. Really? Uh, yeah, it's it's bad. I'm spending like half of my salary at Starbucks at this point. Really? Yeah, it's bad. I mean, you the first time you met me at that Starbucks, I was like, this place is like my cheers. Is and it then, just easier because you're out of the house? Or do you get more done when you're out there versus I think I home? just... Uh, I'm a weird fucking guy. I get kind of depressed <laughs> and anxious and I have to leave my house. I get that. It's I mean, literally tough. just like the drive from my house to Starbucks makes me happier. Yeah. Just because I now I'm seeing people. In the I've been dealing with that recently when I really? when I bought yeah. my house. My favorite room. And I'm super ADD. My favorite room in that house was what was going to become my office. And I'm that like, back room? Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to live in this. I have an yeah. office. It's ready Dude, to go. Never I can't go in it anymore. I don't. Something really? happened and I'm just like, no, it's too like. So where do you edit? Secluded. So out in your living room? Um, No, no. I will either force myself to go to that room to do it in that room or i will uh with my macbook which i i hate doing anything on my macbook like right anything heavy yeah uh but i will in the living room on my, on my macbook do it if it's like 
if that's Would possible. you say it's like half and half? Like no, it's probably 75% in that room I don't want to be in anymore. Um, yeah. And then 25 the other. And then I think about... You but know, you don't ever go... like You don't do what I do. You don't go to a coffee shop. No, but shit. for the same reason that I don't even want to be in my living room is I have to be on this MacBook Pro. It's just not... I have some files that are like three, four gigs. That makes sense, for especially what you guys are doing. Takes thirty five minutes. Because you need minutes. a mouse too. Like, yeah, that yeah. too. Yeah, I carry yeah, the mouse, and then if I can, I hook up to other screens. Because mine's and... all just people. I'm just talking to people all day. I yeah. have to be on the phone, and you know, WhatsApp with a band from Paris, yeah. for example. Makes oh sense. yeah, with, so it's if, all just like if my shit was all communication you know, based, I'd probably do the coffee shop thing too. Oh, because it gets sure. me amped too. I'm around to the you're people. Around people. And, yes. I don't know. Yeah, that's if huge. I'm at home, it's like. Curtains, Netflix. Would you consider yourself an extrovert then? I am definitely. I, my wife had to figure it out. There's like a version of it. I'm, yeah, not like hardcore, but yeah, hardcore textbook extrovert. One of the qualities is that they, they get high on the presence of people. I definitely do that. Yeah. Interesting. I I mean, I also, I can get like party anxiety and all that stuff can happen. Oh yeah. 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 I, uh, I definitely am one of those people that I, I don't understand people who are like seclusion kind of people. Uh huh. Like I, I used to work with this guy at the Crystal Ballroom. I won't say his name, but <laughs> he lived in the same studio apartment for well over a decade, and it was in really pretty much the same building as Crystal Ballroom, like the same square block. Wow! And so he would leave his apartment, go to work, and then after work, go back to his apartment. Jeez. No, that's pretty way. much it. He has no girlfriend, wife, roommate, nothing. Whoa! At one, he told he told us with some other people around. That he he and to, he thinks that he hadn't left the downtown Portland area in over fifteen years. <laughs> Seriously, swear to God, that's, that's that's crazy. That's some Howard Hughes shit. That's crazy. He does the same thing every day, and uh, happy enough, I guess. Maybe it's he funny. Also seems like a serial killer, but yeah. You know. Well, that'll happen after fifteen years of not leaving your house. Maybe <laughs> that's why he wasn't I don't know, leaving. Man. Yeah, he had some bodies to snack on every day. <laughs> Oh my god! Word. That's gross. Yeah, I I've cut hair for so long. Like it's been ten years. I've been doing that when I, especially when I wasn't playing or touring or doing whatever. And for me now, like I love being at home editing. Mm. And and I I have no problem getting along with. I can get along with anybody, especially in my chair. Like Alan knows me. Like when I'm at work, it's like I'm a different version of myself. I like that guy, but at the end of the day, I can't even. I can't say anything to anybody anymore because I'm so emotionally yeah. drained. So yeah. now I, I love it. I wake up in the morning, make my coffee. I watch stuff on my phone to like get jazzed up. I'll like stretch to whatever. And then I just fall into this hole of editing and I'll look up and I'm like, fuck it one. Yeah. And then I'll, you know, my, my cheers is the, the Fred Meyer yeah. by where we used to live. Burling I drive down Fred there. Meyer. Yep. I walk down there. I'll, I'll drive down there and I just walk through and I'll get like a candy bar. Just to be outside. Just yeah. to get out. And then I go back and I sit on the porch and I'll like eat it and I'll be like, all right, and I'll go back in my room. Right. And then... See, I'm yeah, like, I, I would it. have to at least do that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. if I actually worked from home exclusively, yeah. I would at some point have to do that. Well, yeah. those breaks are good, too. They say that that's every hour you're supposed to take five minutes. Yeah. And I, I do oh, the exact God. opposite of that. It's I, hard. I, I'm even worse, too. I whip Especially myself. Fuck. I'm just like, I've yes. been sitting here seven hours, and then, I'll, but at the same time, I'll be like, yeah, and you're not done. But, I, and again, I need to like figure crazy. my shit out, Alan. I'm losing my We all do. I am like the most procrastinating, like... Like the fact that the podcast is, it's I'm just waiting and now right. we're late and now it's even later and later. Mm-hmm. It's like I just put something off that I know I have to do, and then instead of like working a healthy eight hour day and taking those breaks every hour mm-hmm. like a normal person, I'll wait and then just work like, you know, a, a seven hours straight where I literally don't look up one time. Yep. Yeah, you know, I need to piss. I haven't fucking drank water. Yep. My phone is just on like a million messages. Yep. My wife can't get a hold of me. Yep. 
people think I'm dead. Like, yeah. it's yep. fucking so stupid. I know that life. Or just space it out a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's I'm, tr- I'm trying. I'm trying to build more routine and, and trying to actually exercise for well, the first time. Well, and you time. mentioned Jocko earlier. I mean, he's the one. He's the first person I ever heard say that 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 phrase. Um, Discipline equals freedom. It's so true. And mm-hmm. and it is counterintuitive, true. but it's so true. Yeah, the more I don't work out or take care of certain things, then the and I watch other things fall apart, yeah. and I'm like, if I would have just been good enough to just do this and stop being a pansy, or like you you. You guys know David Goggins too, like yeah, David Goggins that's in my insane. head, and it's just like quit being a pansy. Do you pansy. know Cameron Haynes? Uh, if you I know don't think David so. Goggins, usually people know him. Mm-mm, I'm not familiar. I have to look him up. Yeah, they. Uh, do you know Cam Haynes? Yeah, yeah, he was on the road. He's actually a local-ish guy. I think he lives in Eugene. It's like a hunting buddy of uh, Joe Rogan's. They are always. Is he the guy that says uh, "Be better"? Is he the one with that? Because that's one of my. No, his oh, is God. like uh, something like work. Work harder, no one cares. Or something. Oh yeah. yes, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, so on my, it's I forget who it was. Um. So it's it's not really anything I really talk about. Like I'm not one of those one of those guys. But I don't eat meat or dairy or anything like that. But I'm not like hey, you gotta. I'm not yeah, that yeah. guy. A friend of mine who's a huge redneck and big hunter, and I say redneck f- with no offense to anybody. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. calls himself that, and I grew up with rednecks. And I, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you love are them. one, that's great. I love it. We'll probably get along. I was growing up. Um. Alan knows him. This guy's mm-hmm. name is Earl. Oh, yeah. And literally, guys, well, he go, his, his, his name's Joe, but he goes by Earl. And mm-hmm. Earl, if you listen to this, I, I hope you enjoy that I'm talking about you, you <laughs> egotistic maniac. He, I took a picture once of my, my desktop, and it said, no one cares. Nobody cares. Work harder. And yeah, he yeah. goes, I didn't know you're a fan of, a, of that hunter. I was like, what are you talking about? Because <laughs> I've always said that, and I've never even heard that guy. Oh, wow. And he's like, and he sent me posts from that guy, and I was like, this motherfucker. This motherfucker. <laughs> so now mine is just Be Better, which I have on my phone. That's probably So every better. time I pick up my phone, I'm just like, oh, yeah, be less of a piece of crap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try to be a little bit better, you piece of crap. It's so true. <laughs> but, That's rad. But you know, I love that. When we lived together... uh I was I was vegan too, just out of laziness. Yeah, I just eat what you had. <laughs> it's amazing. I did that shit for like I was a vegan for like almost four years. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, I would make us extra food, and I'd be like, "Do you want some of this?" He'd be like, "Fuck yeah, yeah." Fuck yeah. yeah. Is if I wasn't cooking, he was eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. off a paper plate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in his that's room. Great. Yeah, with like a yoo-hoo. Yep, that's Alan's diet. All Do you day. cook at home now, Alan? I just got a rice cooker. Um, that's a huge step up yeah for Alan and so I'll Is do it? a lot of yeah. like rice and vegetables and shit but you know yeah. there's, there's are you still... eating out most of the time yeah, oh yeah, yeah dude it's hard not to I, Postmates is it's my really shit. hard not to oh, Postmates is the only Postmates. app on my phone now <laughs> I can't even make phone calls from my phone it's just fucking <laughs> it's Postmates just it's just for Postmates oh my god and if it's not Postmates then I'm just snacking I got uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch yep and I got some of Conor McGregor's whiskey <laughs> and there you go that's, that's it yep that's are you eating pretty healthy no no, I was wondering about that because no. you're you're into running a lot now. Yeah, I I work out a lot, but I love you basically you have, work out enough that you can eat whatever you I want. I need now. to. Yeah, I have. I work out more than I should have to because my diet is terrible. The other day I was I was just smashing like that's the other thing too is <laughs> when I make uh, cinnamon toast crunch it's like fucking four servings and I don't yeah, use an actual I use the spoon I use is closer to a shovel yeah. than anything else. <laughs> it should be. That's and, how you eat it. It's and like so I'm, I'm snacking and no shit, uh, a YouTube ad pops up that just says it's some dude working out and he's like, you know, fitness is, is 80% diet, 20%. And yeah. I'm just, I'm crunching so hard on this You're shit. You're like, you got that right, buddy. Oh, I'll just run fuck. more. Oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm addicted. Uh, like everybody else, I'm addicted to sugar, dude. It's just, oh, no, that's it's so fucking good. Drug, like yeah, the other yeah. day, I, I had a craving 
and it was for toaster strudels. Like, yeah. oh, and, and is like, what is the worst fucking thing for you? That's like that Louis C.K. joke where he talks about eating the, uh, the, the hot, oh, cum hot muffin yeah, thing hot and the hot muffin. juice. Yeah, cum muffin. <laughs> the fucking uh, <laughs> uh, I like yes. this. Yeah. You, yeah, you messed up what he calls it, but somehow made juice. it worse. <laughs> yes. What'd you call it? He called it a cum muffin. Well, because. <laughs> That's well, what he, it is. It's well, because he talks muffin. in that joke, he's like, it's like a hot little bucket of cum that, yeah, you, yeah. that you put he on says, your... Yeah, give me the jizzy syrup. Yeah, give me, no, give me the... Sir, that's the old one. Now, give me the yeah, old one. Remember, I want it's, the, more it's the airport that he landed. Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> like, so I'm home. I'm safe. I don't need to I eat this right home. now. I could go that's home and eat a fucking part. banana yeah. or something. I want this right now. Dude, It's that whole... What's that saying that he said? The meal's not over until I hate myself? Yeah. That's been me for the past two months just to get through editing. I know. Because I'm just like, ugh. So are you still working? out though um not lately and and that's because like i said before that balance of oh, trying yeah, to do all that, that stuff um but, but when you do work out what does that look like so are you that's thank you for that question that's so that's actually a huge reason why i have to go back to it i mentioned my shoulder being screwed up mm-hmm. a huge part of me getting better was rehab for my shoulder and half of everything i have to do is for um, rear delts so for like for my back and it actually goes for anybody in here, like even right now, like they're on their phones. So I got a bum shoulder too. Well, and, they're, and your head's down, right? Yes. And mm-hmm. they're doing this. So everything, yeah. like literally, like um, there's a few different head. people I follow too, because I'm huge. I still love everything about fitness. And like like I said, Claire, the girl I just filmed and work with, meeting her in person, I was I like met her and I was like, oh, I am a piece of crap. Yeah. She's in the best shape I've ever seen anyone <sighs> in my life. So and, much work too. And it's so impressive. And I was like, oh, okay. But one of the things you learn especially with shoulders and it goes for anybody that works at a computer, no matter what you do at a, when you're working out, even if it's at home, like laying flat on the floor, like on your stomach, you need to be doing exercises where you're strengthening your back and your back shoulder blades. So like I do a lot of face pulls, but when I usually, when I was Mm. working out or even before I've stopped recently, um, usually five days a week before I got hurt, it was seven days a week. Um, but it's usually just a little bit of cardio and mainly lifting, but lifting at such a heavy rate that you're getting your cardio while you're lifting and you right. do it in a shorter amount of time. So I would be, gotcha. I went, I used to, when I lived with Alan and I was trying to get really big, I'd be in the gym up to two hours a day. Um, but but bodybuilding is different. I mean, that's super different. Yeah, it's very specific. Yeah, especially isolated. But mm-hmm. now it's like 30 minutes to 45 minutes, just intense, fast and heavy. Do you listen to Tim Ferriss? Yes. He talks about a similar way. He works, I think, like 15 minutes a day. Yep. But he does like just the most intense like weightlifting that yep. he's getting both in. It's all mm. about the, those key lifts, especially anything compound. So compound lifts at the right intervals, right amount of times in a week will yield the most results. But for me, lifting especially, and I'm sure mm. a lot of people relate to this. I won't speak for anybody, but I speak for myself. Like, I definitely know that I, I have like just a ton of crazy demons in my head that are constantly Jeez. just like they're always at battle and it's one asshole demon versus the other. And then there's occasional good guy in the back that goes, no dude, you're awesome. And then they kill that guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's like every five minutes. So going to the gym and listening to like, it's funny cause I'll be in there like being all intense and it'll be like an interview. And they'll be like, so tell me about the time. And I'm like, so I'm either doing that or listening to like Slipknot or Chelsea grin or something crazy going. And that's like my therapy. So I realize I need to go back to that because I'm getting crazier because I'm not getting that crazy out. And now that you're so right. busy, you're just going to get crazier. Oh, dude. Yeah. It's, yeah, I'm just, I'm, how, how am I alive right now? And then you're yeah. going to get really bummed when you get like a really bad cold. Oh. It's going to take you out. Like that happened to me. Remember how like, long I was sick? I was sick for like two weeks Why, straight. I Ooh, that's brutal. You and I are similar I to Ryan. Way too busy. It wasn't working out. Like, yeah. Well. The three of us are similar too to where 
it's and this has been a huge focus for me that we all get off on getting things done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where like sicknesses and injuries are especially bad for us because we we put so much I of our personal value on what we're accomplishing. Yeah. yeah. So that's why it's I, I try to look at productivity as uh, it's a drug. Yes. And everything in moderation, yep. including what we think in our head is the mm. most positive thing ever, which is accomplishment. Yes. If I accomplish a billion things, so what I'm does now that mean? God, though? Are right? you saying that yeah. if so, like when you get sick and you can't. You can't no, I'm be saying before before you even get sick, because this is all for when you can't work. You have to when you can work, even when you feel amazing and you're like, "Yo, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay at the office 16 hours. <laughs> I'm gonna get my whole week done today, today, and that's gonna be dope, right?" No, because then you're you get a little down on yourself because you're now tired from doing that. Yep. So you spend the rest of the night like you know snacking or you go to bed early, whatever, mm, you and then you're a little burnt else. the next day, so you don't get anything done. So it's similar to that discipline equals freedom thing. Yeah. You have to, there's got to be some days where you go, I could work for yeah. sure, but I'm starting to feel a little high anxiety in terms of, uh, you know, if like if you're ever sitting, James does it sometimes, I do it too, uh, if we're not like tapping, you know, drumming mm-hmm. or like shaking our feet, because this yep. is like, hey, I'm sitting here talking, I could be getting something done right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm always moving. And that's, Bad. that's a thing that James and I talk about because that's us not being present, yeah. which is the most important thing. So you have to, you have to put not, being productive, you've got to make that a task. Yes. That's got to become a normal thing so that you have a balance of knocking shit out, but also just fucking relaxing so that when you get sick, you're like, I relax sometimes and now I can relax while I'm sick and I won't get something done. And it's not the fucking end of the world because I include not getting shit done in my schedule. And I love that. That's Alan's actually the first person I've ever actually heard say that. And people talk about prioritizing self-care. Yeah. And that's technically a form of that, but stated that way almost makes more sense to me. And yeah. also, if you remember, this is a key thing that he brought up. Uh, I think it was the last time I cut your hair. And it's something I've been thinking about. And even though we're talking about how, like, I know I'm busy right now, but like, it'll, it, I know it's going to calm down a little bit in a couple of weeks, hopefully. Um, but now it's in it. And I know you guys have heard it and you've probably talked about it in here or with other people. But my biggest goal now is actually not to say that I'm busy. Yes. I, I'm, I no longer want to be busy. I, I want to be productive and I want to enjoy where I'm at when I'm in it. And that, I think, if I can get close to that, is going to be a huge win in life all around. Because really, that's the thing. Because I, when I think about, because it, it, like I said, that shift with I started doing videos and then suddenly things picked up. And then everybody that sat in my chair were like, man, you've been so busy. I was like, yeah, I've been busy. And they were right. I've flown all over. I'm doing all these videos. I'm popping up and all this stuff. Like even like my own stats, even like on Instagram and stuff like that started blowing up. And Mm -hmm. I was like, who am I? This is kind of cool. And then a week later, I'm like, now I can't sleep. And then I'm having dreams where I'm editing. And this this happened to me the other day. I was editing in my dream. And I pressed something and it didn't work and the thing shut down and I lost a file and I had to tell a client and they're yelling at me and I woke up sweating. And I was like, that level of what I've now put on myself is no longer like I can't even enjoy this quote unquote success no, because I'm so busy. Yeah. I want to be productive and having like dope experiences within that. And that's that prior right back to prior prioritization. You could literally call that the theme of this yeah. podcast, like taking care of yourself in yeah. that way. Because I know again, and that's the other thing you brought up, which was amazing, was the level of what you're putting out. And that's what's hard for me. So I've had like bigger people or whatever be like, hey, can you do this video and this and that? And I'm like, yeah. And then they're like, why is it taking so long? And I'm like, well if you see how I do the stuff I do you would understand because people are like, well, this guy busts out a video really quick. 
And I'm like, well, yeah, there's no sound design. He hasn't done any color work on it. There's no overlays. Where's the graphics? Where's this and that? All he did was line up some clips. And yeah, maybe it looks cool, but if you want my video, what I'm going to do, this is the process. Mm-hmm. You have to understand that. And I put that on everything I do, and then it magnifies. And then that's where it becomes that overwhelming sense of, I've got to do the best for these people that I respect. And now my own personal world is melting. And it yeah. comes right back to the, yeah. how do I enjoy this moment? And Alan yeah. stating that, going, I could work, but instead I'm going to chill here and play with scary. Yeah. Like, that's what's up. Yep. I know. It's the constant struggle. The yeah. balance. It's huge. It's crazy. Well, we've been going for a while. Let's uh, let's shift some gears. Yeah. Do it. some current events. Yeah. But before we do that, I have to take a hot piss. That's perfect. As expected. Do we'll it. Right back. Okay, piss break complete. So my frozen beer uh, thawed, <laughs> and I'm gonna, oh, yeah. I'm gonna try to open it right now. Here we go. I feel like we're on fucking MythBusters. Fuck, I like that it's close here. to my camera. Oh, yeah. oh boy. Nope. Got. Uh, a little spillage, but not bad. That's. Is there any post lava action? No. A little bit. I mean, the the whole the not. whole gutter is. You're gonna have to do a little sucky on toppy. <laughs> Sucky. On Get in the there. Mm. Um, Ooh, that perfect. Cold. We were, we were talking about the jujitsu. Have you ever done that, Ryan? I you want like to a, get into it. Yeah, I, I have you, not. Because you're a fit guy, so you already have that going. I'm a doughy. Fat, I mean, we've done it with scary. <laughs> yeah, I practiced on Alan's dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah, do jujitsu with a pit bull. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. I mean, she's a good opponent. She, she is, is strong. Uh, yeah, that yeah, is a yeah. good dog. I, I've literally actually been sparring with her in the basement. That's amazing. That's we awesome. have a little thing. Like after I feed her, she comes over to Aww. the to like the band she section where yes. where like the band sets up and shit. And because she, she likes the big ass carpet, she sees it as like a fucking wrestling mat, it's a jiu jitsu mat. mat. Yeah, yeah. And we practice uh, her defending me, trying to get her back legs. That's and amazing. she's so fast about like twisting <laughs> yeah. her butt away from me. That's yeah. amazing. She's so like good. a black belt. Just I born a black belt. Love scary so much. So mm-hmm. we lived together for a long time, and he'd be gone, or he'd be doing something, or he'd be cool and out on a date. I'd be at home after cutting hair, sitting on the couch watching TV with that dog. Oh yeah. I took her on walks. I have so many videos on my Instagram of me with his dog. Yeah. Actually, even and back in the day when I'd be on like dating apps. I'd put pictures of me with Scary. <laughs> girls would be like, is that your dog? Aww. I was always like, you know it's my dog. Girl. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yep. I love I love that dog. That's what you got to do. I love that dog. No shame. Yeah, she's the best. <laughs> I should just fucking bring her in for uh, an episode. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you. Interview her. I, I love that, man. For some reason, I thought dogs aren't allowed here, but it smells no. like sewage out there. <laughs> yeah, so it smells like sewage. I think bringing in the dog. If the fucking dude running the place ain't going to clean it, I'm for sure going to bring a dog in here. Literally. It's not like she's going to mess anything up. Yeah. Best dog on the planet. Yeah, she's fantastic. Period. Well, if, if you do try, because <clears throat> I, I just, just, just started. I oh, would say have, have an open mind because yep. you th- everyone has this illusion that like you can handle yourself in a street fight. Oh my god, I have I do not have that illusion. Oh, I know I would die. <laughs> but <laughs> no. but you think like, well, if I had to, I could defend myself on right. some some level. Nope. But if there's someone that knows even a month of right, jujitsu, that's the thing. If they have you, any you have, skills, that's it. Yeah, you understand? Me? That's why I need that's to it. go. Yep. I have never felt more helpless and just embarrassed as a fucking person that's amazing yeah. i mean the 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 coach he's a black belt and uh and then i rolled with like a, a blue belt who's maybe a year and a half in yeah and, and when Terrifying. i say when i say i there's nothing i could do yep 
I need you. You can't bench them off. It doesn't matter if you're stronger. Yeah. This person is like half my size. Oh, yeah. And they can fucking kill me with their their hands. Yeah. Terrifying. It's fucking terrifying, man. 100%. There's so much power there, though. Oh, yeah. But then you start like, well, I could do that. If I can do that. Yeah. Then, then like, oh, man, it's, it's, it's really addicting. I love that you brought it up because... Alan got me into just the idea of jujitsu and I didn't mm. even watch the fights and right. stuff until I met him and I got so into it and I'd be like, Alan, when are we watching the next fight? And he'd be like, oh, I'm... if he told me he watched something without me, mm-hmm. I legit was like, hey, bro. you're a real dick because yeah. <laughs> you know I wanted to watch that so I don't yeah. know what problem we have yeah, now. Yeah, Alan's definitely got me back into it. Well, it's I'd... amazing. Yeah. Well, and then all the guys we've talked about, it plus others like, I love Tool mm-hmm. me too. and Maynard. He rolls like oh, he's, right. he's yeah, huge he's into jujitsu. If yeah. you see, there's a big thing. I, I, don't, I forget what he got what, his black belt with. Uh, um, uh, Hannah Gracie. Yeah, Hannah, I was gonna. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, like the fucking top of the yeah, top. Yeah, it's like the dude. Well, there was a recent documentary on on him, and in it, part of it is him is all about his jujitsu. Yeah, and it's amazing. And then you look at Rogan, all, and then I know at, like every successful person, Guy Ritchie, Jocko Willink, Jocko, like all of them, and and. And then even, and it's funny because I'll lump him in. I'll tell him that he's Ed mentioned O'Neill. this. Yeah. Alan knows Al him. Bundy. One of our front desk guys at the shop is, uh, his name's Matt. And he's a little dude. Oh, not, man. Not, not very big. And he's done jujitsu for years. Those and he's dudes. the most confident guy I have ever met in my life. because he did. knows he can kill you. you yeah, know and, what I'm saying? and it's funny because like, in my head, like you said, he'll say something to me and I'm like, Matt, shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, and yeah, he looks at yeah. me like, say it again. Say and it I'm again, like... Bro. Oh my god! Like yeah. I'm scared, and I, I am know. scared of him. He because he knows killers at that gym. He's terrifying. At any Holy moment, he's your fucking personal scarf. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, ex- yeah. And he is. He's that guy. Yeah. So you're right. I need to do that because it. And also, it comes back to that whole humbling thing, and just I. I think it's just huge mentally. It's also for an exercise. It's exercising in a way that I certainly have never done it. I mean, it's not lifting weights. Yeah. It's not cardio in that yeah. sense you're it's like a mix between like cardio and crying and <laughs> yeah, yeah well the f- move the fighting side yeah for the out. first year for sure <laughs> i'm yeah. just gonna cry because i'll have yeah. you warm up for 10 15 minutes before you even start rolling yeah so they have you deplete your energy before you even start fighting that's terrifying and i mean you're doing movements that like you've never done like yeah. sliding across the floor backwards on your hip and you're dragging the other foot up and like then you it's like doing a burpee but from the ground and sliding on the mat, oh, and the whole did, time your 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 foot's getting mat burn. Did you guys I have do three different uh, band aids on my foot right now? Did like, you guys do shrimping? No, not yet. Oh, Dude. I've seen that. Oh my god, yeah, that's no the gnarliest shit. Gnarliest, and that's that's their warm up. No, and I did that no, once, you. and my fucking I wanted to rip my stomach muscles out the next yeah, day. Yeah, that's. And it, it's just deceit because it looks easy. Dude, like you they make it, it look video. so easy. So easy. Yeah. Nope. The Not guy, the, the shirt I'm wearing is Hibero Jiu-Jitsu. Okay. And one of the guys who's his, um, uh, Sunday or Sunday, something like that. And Salo, I forget their name. It's the worst fucking Portuguese impression ever. <laughs> but their, their names, those dudes, uh, if you watch their fucking warmups, it's the craziest shit ever. Cause they make it, like you said, they make it look so easy. Yeah. Like just getting up from the floor. Like if you're, it's kind of hard to explain, but if you're on your, like on your hip and your legs, both your legs are pointing to one way, almost like a pussy ass way to sit, you know, yeah. and try to like get back up. Nope. Yeah. And then down again, like just doing that sounds easy. Nope. But try doing that. Yeah. I got wind to go upstairs oh. <laughs> this morning. So that sounds like a challenge. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I know. The, literally I was telling my wife the first 30 seconds of stepping on the mat, the like put the gi on. 
I don't even fucking know how to tie the belt. That's how new yep. I am, right? Yeah. Like literally step on the mat for the first time. Thirty, Start the clock 30 seconds later. I feel like I want to barf. That's yeah. insane. Well, for anybody, if they're listening I mean, or for you guys, what I need, because I've actually been looking into it, I need a gym to go to to try. But with, and I've talked to Matt, the guy at work about this, I need people who are very conscious of not trying to be egotistical in yeah. regard well this is why do your it. homework it's well, the right in, in regards to showing me how powerful they are because and i know and i know this is a pansy thing to say or whatever my shoulder no. is still so raw and even right now from filming my it's full of that my shoulder is killing me today and i thought of it because i talked to matt i was like do you think i could roll or do this or that and he grabbed my arm he did a little thing he's like how's that feel i was like terrible he goes you should probably wait a few more months yeah i'm I'll so see, scared of getting in there guys and having been it doing torn. it for a long time so he's used to like actually yeah. sparring with people yeah i likely won't spar for six months you i know probably saying? i don't know it, if it I takes a would. long time and i just i want there's to learn. a lot you can do right now before well, I would hope. It's just if I tear well, this out again, I'm screwed. They want they want new white belts. I mean, white belts is what keeps this industry going. So Ugh. they're not going to chase you away. And if you I if you say not. right out of the gate, like I got an injury here, that's a liability issue for them exactly. if they if they fuck Ooh, with you. That's a good point. So like they're not they're going to yeah. be like okay, well, and yeah. they'll put an asterisk yeah. on your. On I your did that. I'm like my my fucking. I mean, I'm just like tore up. Yeah, my right shoulder's fucked. If I even like land on my knee at all, like the top of the point, it's excruciating painful. Ugh. And that's jujitsu. I'm going to be on my knee all the fucking time. Yeah. Well, but and that he's just like you'll learn. You have to adapt. Everyone here has got fucking aches and boobs. I was just gonna Everyone. say that shit plus plus injuries is like peanut butter and jelly. Like that's every dude that does jujitsu. Makes sense. All Makes of sense. especially like the big name dudes. All of them have neck issues to where yep. they need like legit surgery yeah. and fucking yeah. and readjustments. Again, it depends and on how you want to take it. I mean, right. like, I just need to get over it. And just if go. you want to be a world that's champion, that's gonna happen. If <laughs> yeah. you just want to do it because it's gonna help your career and it's going to help you lose weight and do, you know, just focus. Yeah. That's more my thing. Well, like, and depending on your injury, I would have to, to wonder, is there an argument that working out would then strengthen the area and kind of right. potentially help, you know, become 100%. almost like a rehab. 100%. Well, it's funny you say it. Cause I actually, I'm in more pain lately since I stopped working right. out. Oh, right. Cause when I was, and I was doing the shoulder stuff I was talking about, I was like, fuck with me. And now yeah. I'm like, please don't bump into me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. So it's funny how quickly that changes. Yep. You know, well dude, Chris Kinney, you know, Chris Kinney. Oh, Oh, his arm, dude. He oh. has he has a uh, a shoulder that I've legit seen yeah. pop out, yeah, like oh. Lethal Weapon style, seven times. Yeah, like I, he he can't do anything. We were oh, all we were it's all terrifying. Two summers ago, we all jumped off Poor a bridge. Guy. He had to sit in an inner tube and watch us because he was like, my shit will pop out. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, like well, he just bomber. he can't do any. He he doesn't even want to go floating this summer. Yeah, because like if I fall out, it'll pop out. Like oh, we're going by the way. Oh, 100 I've missed the past couple because of my shoulder, yeah. and now this year I'm like, no way am I missing. I'm dude. I'll uh, tell you this real quick because uh, I know we got to get to news, yeah. but just about floating. I'm so pumped because it literally just became May, and I've had legitimately it's 15, my... 15 to 20 people hit me up preemptively about Seriously? going, which uh. is <laughs> such a great sign. Dude, let's do it. I think it's going to be a good summer. Because we've had those springs where like people don't say shit until like January or July 15th. Yeah. Right? And you're like, hey, whoa, it's okay, summer's almost done. done. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. So, so I have to go. There. We're yeah. going. Yeah, yeah. I'm very pumped. We're, we're going to hit the... some different spots. We'll do we'll do Clackamas. We'll do Washougal. I'm in. Sandy. Oh, Washougal is the best. Uh, I'm in. Dude, that's all I hear, and I've never done it. No, yeah. Same. I fucked up my shoulder at Washougal, actually. Really? On a rope swing. Into the, um, um, I won't do be know, doing that. You know Adam Pike, right? <laughs> uh, no, of you know him. him. Wait, 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 wait. Adam Pike, uh, who works with... Uh, Red Fang? Ryan's, yeah. Ryan's yeah. who I... I told James about this. We were going to go to his birthday party. Oh, okay. Tell him... 
to email me or go to my website and say hi and say what's up. I cut his hair forever and oh, I stopped wow. cutting it after I think right after I got my surgery. So you're just I trying to get in touch with him? I haven't seen him in forever. I definitely he's, will. He's been on the show too. What? He's the best. Tell and, him. and he's a huge he's in the floating. So if you guys go, definitely invite him. Oh yeah. No, him I, and the red fan guys, they'll go like I love that dude. Seventy deep. I oh, mean, I'm sure. Just a horde. See, of that's my sure. dream. I can never yes. get enough fucking people. Yes, at, that's what I've been trying take to us do. with God. you. Yeah, yeah. No, I love. I haven't like seen one of the forever. guys in Mastodon. Show, like, oh, I'm sure they go like rent or whatever. Crazy yeah. fucking. Yeah. yeah. Last time I saw Metal him was dudes. when they got done doing a thing with the Foo Fighters. Yeah. And I was like, Yo, why wasn't I with you? For yeah, that? <laughs> like, for real. Tell him I said what's up. That's Adam Pike stood in a dressing room with Dave Grohl. Yep. His wife and Dave Grohl's kids. Yep. Just. Just, just hanging that. out. Just, just jerking off. Out. Yep. <laughs> just, yeah. I mean, that's the part he doesn't just talk about. Dave's house. just used to it. He yep. didn't even have... Yeah, Dave would be. I think that's one of the few people that I would probably... I mean, that's like the... I, I can't even talk about how I wouldn't be able to talk. Like, Dave's on another level. I'm getting tongue twisted just thinking about that moment. I'd just be like, hi, you make me smile. Yeah. <laughs> Something yeah. totally weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would cry. All right, let's fucking do current events. This is going to be an eight-hour podcast. <laughs> okay, um... So the very first thing is uh, Instagram potentially testing out the no likes thing. You're going to test it out in Canada, which I still think is <laughs> so <laughs> good. fucking <laughs> Canada is just. They're so nice. Yeah, Blame you can do Canada. that to us. God. We'll do it. Um, no problem. Yeah, what? I mean, I, I literally just heard about this. So uh, And it looks so different, too. Like, even right there, those pictures. Oh, right. How long sample. are they going to do that? To test only in Canada uh, and likes will be hidden in the feed. Yeah. Permalink pages and on profiles. Okay. They wants them to focus on the photos and videos you share, not how many likes they get. Yes. Right. Their goal is to improve the quality of content, which is, I think, great for pushing content. But then it does, it's interesting for people that maybe are influencers. How does that yeah. then? Yeah, I mean, this is a whole business That changes now. the game. It's an industry. Well, here's That's how my, I get my business. <laughs> my very first question is that I know that likes have a lot to do with the algorithm. And what I'm reading here is that they're hiding them, not removing them. It'll yes. still be part so of it. still in there. Oh, right. right. Okay. So, I feel so like, then it's almost like, what's the point? See, yeah. So how do you guys feel about this? Like. I, I bet mean, you there's I, background apps that could still count them. Yeah. That's what happens. Oh, you know that that's... Somebody's keeping track. Yeah. For I, sure. It's marketing. Yeah. my th I think this is a step in the right direction, but this doesn't... It doesn't It doesn't do a lot for me. And then the fact that they're testing it on Canada and shit, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, how are we... Are we going to get a memo every six months yeah. or something? I don't know. Yeah. It's, yeah. Unless they're gone, gone. Know. Not just hidden, but gone. Because if you're focusing on mental health... Yeah, because like that's one of the things they talk about. They talk about content, but then everybody else talking about it is talking about what does it do to you emotionally? Yeah, it is, is very fuck. interesting. But I mean, maybe they can do like an age limit. You know, like maybe it's just terrible for kids. Not a bad like, idea. You know? Yeah. I've got a question. This is where. So say Andy Frisella was in the room. This is where I think somebody like him would be like when he talks about and we've you guys have probably heard about this, but. He'll be like, if you get a medal for last place, right? That's the reason you're weak. Mm -hmm. Like that whole thing. Like yeah. you don't deserve a medal for losing. Like you should lose and learn what it tastes like to lose and learn how to get better. Mm -hmm. So our likes and things like that, if they're not manipulated, let's put that as an asterisk. If it's not manipulated, if you're not doing well, that's on you. And maybe you should work harder. That's right. like just. Well, an, but I'm, I'm even just if saying, they get rid of the likes, though, because I agree with you, but there's still going to be. You can still see how many people people follow you right they're not right. getting rid I of think that so. yeah that'll still be there so that's interesting so isn't that more to me that that seems like more of the achievement that's my whole point with this it's all it's a little half cocked it does depend though 
Um, you could have a page that doesn't have a ton of followers, but your engagement can be above an average, which mm. makes you viable to companies. So even right. at a lower rate, your content is actually reaching those who do follow you. Exactly. Yeah. Like I have a friend right now who you should see her puppy. Um, she's got a like a puppy account, and it's it's for her dog Obi, which is a deaf pit bull. And oh hell yeah! And it's the best dog ever. Now the, their account has barely like a thousand followers, but they're getting like thousands and thousands of likes and yeah. hundreds of comments so their engagement crushes their followers so that makes them viable to companies and then you put that on a scale of somebody that has maybe twenty thousand followers think what they can do so it really just does depend so it's like those people that use bots to get a bunch of followers you can right. tell because it's like oh yeah oh, you have twenty five thousand followers i laugh one so comment? hard when i see that because i know a ton of people that right well not a ton but i, I see people i'm like when did this guy get twenty five thousand? and then you look he's got 60 likes on the yeah. every post for two months and i'm like buddy huh. well yeah because then those <laughs> those people have a big number on their page but then all of their posts there's just tumbleweeds exactly like exactly. no one's giving exactly. a fuck really and that's that's the big quality i'd I rather think, have is the engagement. Yeah, yeah i'd yeah. rather have a thousand true fans period absolutely and get more engagement because it does make a difference are you a fan of gary vaynerchuk i love gary yeah i've preached for him forever <laughs> and one of the things he talks about is just this like don't because yeah. we're, we're talking about podcast downloads and like oh, we should be more and stuff but the things the numbers we do have mm-hmm. We should be really proud of that. If you get that 100%. amount of people in a room, 100%. that's a ton of fucking people. Oh, yeah. And and it's also people that are, they always listen to the show. Yep. This number of people, I and because I, I follow up on this shit, they, they listen to it every fucking week. They do engage. And so like that, I'm proud of that, man. And you I'd rather have be. a small, yeah this, yeah. this has been a real conversation be, between James and I. We'll be on the phone and he's like, man, we only got like, you know, why did we only get a hundred downloads on that fucking, and then I'll be like, how did we get a hundred? Like, <laughs> who, who are fuck we? Wants who are to hear our opinion. Yeah. Like, how is that happening? It's amazing. It's cool. You look at the map of like who's downloading it. And there's like a couple people in Australia. Yeah, dude. There's uh two people in Norway. Yep. Every single week. And that's amazing. Same two people in Norway. Dude, that's tight. That's and that says dope. something though, because you know they people. tell somebody or it comes in conversation and it will happen. And the biggest thing for you guys is cool. now, because I know you have to like do the audio but it's figuring out a way to capitalize on video and other stuff because yeah. you've mentioned Gary, like I've, like I follow D rock, you know, yeah. so I like okay. his guys and D rock likes, he'll like my stuff. Cause That's I'll follow cool. his stuff and I'm like, he'll, he'll like something I do. And I'm like, Dope. Hello people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, Cause I've been trying to like, they've had a couple openings and I've done everything I can to try and get a job for mm. team Gary V. All right. And I, I never get that. it, but like D rock will always like my stuff for like, and I'm always like, this close mm-hmm. and I, I actually with Andy too they've got a big opening on their team and I've been gunning for it I haven't heard back but I've been trying but um, anyways I just brought that up because that you're just you're, you're right there because every single little snippet and it's what Gary does you take I know 15 of these things from in here you make a minute clip of it you put it up and you do it just the right way. That's how I know. That's what we need. Yeah, it's, it's just a matter of time. But if Gary were sitting here, he'd be like, figure that out. Well, if Gary were sitting here, you'd say that's you. They can't even use that because yeah. literally. Yeah. Yeah. You've got your clips. Right. Right. You I know. I mean, we can use these. The audio clip can be cut up into so many different things. Yeah. Just oh, the yeah. audio alone. You and, could find and stock footage and put this conversation exactly. under stock footage. I know. Done. I know. Yeah. And, and Alan a can do that different things we can too. Do. Like he's supposed to teach me Photoshop stuff the in problems, return we're for video stuff. Both already yeah. stretched thin, so that's why we're getting help. And oh yeah, Jacob yeah. comes. Oh, in. you mean you don't want to be more busy? Overproductive? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you talk about uh, hitting up Gary V and stuff because I I have a small hobby of like 
fucking egging him on, trolling him and shit. Yes. I've commented multiple times. He's like, oh, so-and-so, my designer put this together. I'm like, yo, that's whack as shit. You know better than that, dude. <laughs> oh, my like, God. Holler at me. What are you doing? That is amazing. And I'll say I'll say that shit all the time. I'll co- He's never replied, and one rightfully of these days, so. One of these days he will. So. I'll always be like, dude, you're Gary V, right? Like, Oh, my God. It should be a little bit better. Like, it never, you never would. get a response. You would. Which is fine. I love that. Because well, here's the thing. He'd hit me up to do stuff, and I'd be like, I'm too busy. <laughs> I, I know this isn't your point, because you're you're funny, and you like to do that. Oh, um, that's so good. But one of the things I love about Gary V is that he, his whole, like, one of the biggest messages for people is to just go and do it. Yeah. yeah. Don't overthink it. Like, yeah. you just held up your phone just a second ago. Yeah. Like, if you don't have a camera, then you have one in your fucking yeah. pocket all day. Yeah, you've got mm-hmm. a phone. But, uh, Steven Soderbergh films one of my favorite movies yep. on a, on an iPhone yep. called that, Unsane. That's crazy. Out, uh, like a year, two years ago. Something that's like that. crazy. It's fucking nuts. incredible. That's yeah. amazing. It's me. incredible. That's Filmed nuts. on an iPhone. That's nuts. And he did that just to punk everyone, just to be like, hey, you can do this, guys. Yeah. You can do it. No oh, excuse. Yeah. The fact that I've shot no excuse, commercials yeah. with that camera right. is hilarious. I mean, I'm yeah. looking at this kid. It's fucking... Yeah. Seen some days, man. Yeah, it's yeah. a small little setup, but it's but it all works. and yeah. it's all in story. Again, mm-hmm. it's all content. It's yeah. all that that story, the balls of it, and that does change everything. Yeah. So that again, I think, right to loop that back into it, the content with the likes, maybe it's a good thing because it pushes content. But Alan is right; if it doesn't have texture underneath it to show that it actually doesn't matter, then it doesn't mean anything. It's just mm. a gimmick at this yeah. point to get press. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah, All right, next piece of news. Uh, John Singleton, dead as fuck, 51. Whoa. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How, uh, <laughs> I just realized what he <laughs> said. After he said that. How, uh, how you know, do you get used to it, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he suffered a stroke. Oh, that's At 51. Sucks. Oh, that's a bummer. So, James, you're a movie guy. Other than Boys in the yeah. Hood, what, what has he done? I don't really know, to be honest with you. Yeah. A lot of stuff, I think. Bummer. Yeah. Rosewood. Oh, Rosewood. wow. Rosewood. Hmm. What else? Shaft. What? With Samuel Shaft. Okay. Oh wow. Too fast, too furious. Okay. Wow. Too fast, too furious. All right. Because I, I definitely know the name. Yeah. Baby boy. Baby oh wow. Baby oh, okay. boy. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't even realize that. Cool. That's crazy though. Fifty one is young. Boys, and also really young. he was in uh, Green Mile, so that's sick too. No, that's not no. the same. Guy. Oh, is that not the same? Okay. <laughs> that guy's actually dead too. You thought it was John Coffey? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was uh, <laughs> Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice fucking pull that actor name there, Alan. Yeah. That's my. You know, that's my wife's super. Superpower? Oh, is she it can't really? remember yesterday, but names. But she can remember the name of every actor that's in history. Crazy. Like the most obscure of... fucking person Dude, in the background. That's him with musicians. Yeah. Have you have yeah, you guys seen uh, <laughs> Slam and Salmon? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> most people. So real quick, that's a rare reaction. That's a normal reaction, <laughs> and that? that's a normal reaction. I, what is James that? went? Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> and fucking Ryan <laughs> laughed, and Jake goes, "Oh yeah." So, okay. oh yeah, it's very rare. But anyway, it stars Michael Clark Duncan. He's this fucking dumbass <laughs> boxer that owns a restaurant. And he's fucking hilarious because he slaughters words all the time. So he's trying to tell somebody about how he punched somebody's head off his shoulders. And he's like, I damn near depacitated him. <laughs> Dude, it is. Uh, he's intentionally doing that? Yes. So it's a comedy? Yes, it's a comedy. It's oh, got okay. a lot of the. Um, oh my God. He's, he was in like Friday. I've got to see that yes. Yeah. Or no, that what? he wasn't. That, got, is that a different black Debo? guy? Yes. Oh, was boy. Because that? that's, oh, my, no. that's oh my, my go-to We're show. We're into racist oh, yeah. real quick here. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Big black guys oh all yeah. the same. Uh, yeah, for sure. I love Samuel L. Jackson in uh, Matrix. That, that was the, the shit. It's not. It's Lawrence Fishburne. But uh, yeah. Dude, this kind of works into a bit. We were just talking. Uh, oh, my God. I don't know if I've brought this up on the, the show before, but 
uh, I started this bit at the Rise office, the dude that confuses songs. Have I ever brought that up on this show? <laughs> no. Dude, it's my favorite thing that. about my life. It's my favorite accomplishment. So it's just this guy that, uh, <laughs> it's the stupidest character, but he'll just do shit like, um, and be like, oh, dude, 311? That's like my favorite fucking band. Uh, you're my butterfly. Yeah, yeah, Sugar, yeah. baby. baby. <laughs> like, but you just do it with multiple songs. I did one. Full uh, confidence. The yeah, one, yeah. yeah, the one today was. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> the one today was, uh, dude, Smash Mouth, greatest band of all time. It's yeah. been one week since <laughs> <laughs> He's like super confident oh, about dude. it. Oh, You're my like, Something's God. off about that. It's I, fucking I my favorite like thing. Somebody from SNL is going to hear that and steal, steal it. Hey, you know what? Rip it off. Yeah. I don't have time to Take do it. sketch yeah. comedy. So. Do you know who Andrew oh, Santino is? You know that. Yes, right, of guy? course. I yes. fucking love that guy. He's got a thing. He was on the Fighter and the Kid podcast, and he was doing an accent, and it was totally not accurate at all. And they're like, eh, that's not an Irish accent. It was yeah. like Jamaican. He's like, this is an Irish accent. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know? Couscous, man. So Fruit good. and veggie, man. Oh, my God. And he just goes down like, okay, now do a Japanese accent. It's like Russian. Yeah, it's yeah. so fucking good. Oh, that makes me so happy. That's my fit. Dude, absurdist comedy is the best. Like, I just, know. I like when people... I, I know they just go for the dumb joke because honestly what makes Ugh. it what makes it is the confidence right like I like to open with like yo corn don't even fucking talk to me about corn, yeah. dude one nothing wrong with me <laughs> two nothing wrong. like it's the confidence of like that's my favorite band of all time you just the sell bodies. it don't You're even like, fucking uh, bring that shit up you right. just sell it that's the best part yeah uh, there can't be a pause either like you yeah. have to have the song and then the only other the only other kind of niche with that is you got to know your audience, obviously. Yeah. Like, yeah, because my mom would be like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, she would think well, that's I've heard the that song. Yeah. I didn't know that was corn. That's fun. And then right. the joke is lost. So it's got to right. be. You well, know. Actually, my mom might. She. Yeah, I can. Me yeah. and my stupid friends. She always surprises me. She's like, "Oh, Deftones. Yeah, you saw Deftones. Like, she mm -hmm. fucking knows these bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Oh, that's that awesome. mom memory. Yeah." Oh man. Okay. So right, well, rest in peace, John Singleton. Yep. Damn. Sorry that we announced your death and then laughed for fucking <laughs> yeah. fifteen Jesus. minutes and referred to you as John Coffee. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> oh man. Disrespectful motherfuckers. That was brutal. It's a disrespect. Uh, we've got. Uh oh. How long Secret is this? Crush. Yeah. Five minutes. All right. So we're not gonna watch the video. I'll just read. Um, Facebook unveils Secret Crush for dating plus other app features yeah what does that mean whoa, so we've whoa. got uh facebook unveiled new features for its family of apps on tuesday including a new dating feature called secret crush i hate that name yeah that's terrible it's terrible so sophomoric it's kind of creepy um i'm trying to see if i can like pull some a tinder like feature yeah so they're just trying to go for the whole market now all the other stuff the future is private, Zuckerberg said, explaining that his companies would use simple ways to share payments and location. Simple. Over time, I believe a private social platform will be Weird. even more important in our lives and our digital than our own digital town squares. What? Kind of terrifying. Yeah, so it seems like details are a little sparse on the uh, the app itself. That's either going to be huge or tank so hard. Yeah, I it's feel like there's no middle ground there. I feel like the last thing, listen, as a single guy, like I'm on all the dating apps. Like I <laughs> a lot of them are trash. You know, okay Cupid is the fucking trailer park. Yeah, that's like terrifying. it's terrifying. Uh Mash <laughs> I, I have no shit. <laughs> I don't know if I you guys might have seen my Instagram story not too long ago, but I got hit up by a fifty year old woman named Dina. I laughed so hard when oh, I read that. Oh my god, dude. And you know what? That's the kind of interaction I'm getting on Match. Yeah. It's just it's horrendous. It's a lot of lonely 45-plus-year-old women. What did you say on that? You were like, nice try, Dina. Yeah, I said, like nice that. try, Dina. Also, was Abraham Lincoln cool in real life? 
Uh, so disrespectful. It's just not even. She's just trying to reach out and get a little love, and I'm fucking killing her. <laughs> What's Abraham? Uh, but anyway, I just I don't know. I don't know that we, you know, like I said, details are sparse with this, but maybe it's the shit. Maybe they're they're really thinking about how to make dating apps cooler. I just feel like Facebook is already so creepy. Yeah. The last thing I want them doing is getting involved in my love life. Dude, yeah. Absolutely. They're gonna own everything. Yeah. So be like fucking amazon of social media yeah yeah it's really they already it's own going. instagram too fuck dude don't forget that those aren't two separate things yeah that's one thing also one when thing. i think dating i think mark zuckerberg's weird fucking face yeah right that yeah. is the least appealing that's not bringing you in yeah Ugh. at least at least think bezos because that guy like upgraded himself have you right. seen you guys have seen a the pictures from the amazon office it's back the best in the day. thing yeah. ever and it's my then favorite thing ever have you seen the ones where he's got like the vest? Yeah, and he's walking, and you're like, "Who is this jacked mother?" And yeah, yeah. Like, That's Bezos. Yep. He looks like a tank. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. insane. He's like an Avengers fucking supervillain. He really with is. the weird eye and. I'm like, Wait, hey, good for really? him. All we I should think all about strive to be like that guy. How <laughs> horrible was his wife that he was like, "Oh yeah, hundred billion, take it, oh, leave God. me alone, <laughs> like, take this I money never and thought walk." Of that. He's like, "Yeah, Yo, that's cool. I'll be fine." Like the third richest woman or some shit yeah, now. Probably. She's like, I think in the top 10 richest in the world now. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. correct? I, something like that. Yeah, no. And how cool is it that she totally earned it too? Yeah. That's awesome. Good for her. That's uh, one of my favorite uh, jokes <laughs> from uh, Bill Burr right there. Oh, yeah. It's the best. Yeah. Because yeah, he'll the, rant on that for days. Tiger uh, Woods' wife gets fucking 50 million, never made never, a putt in her life. Never hit a chip <laughs> shot in her life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is the? What does he say? What is that called though? It's... Uh, Oh, uh, well, well, he, he says an, epi- whores an, an epidemic, epidemic of gold digging yep. whores. Yeah. Is, yeah. Yep. <laughs> There's yeah. another great man you, falls. You, you could ask Alan. <laughs> he turned me on to uh, on to Bill Burr a long oh, time dude. ago, he's and the he, best. I just I got it's too good. Where's the king? It's just too good. He's yeah, the he's, king right now. He's perfect. And you know what? He's the one. If you listen to other comedians on podcasts, he's always one of three that they bring up right now. Oh yeah. Like for dudes murdering, it's usually him, Chris D'Elia. That used to be Kevin Hart. Yeah. But now it's like Dave Chappelle, maybe. Tom Segura yeah. in Numbers is doing really good. Yes. Yeah. 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 But dude, ever since Louis dropped out, it's ooh, like yeah. he he world. opened up a big yeah. yeah. Yep. He, he opened up a big hole. He dropped that big. Well, he's uh, gonna be back though. Yeah. Burr has oh. been doing the podcast thing though longer than it. I think. Yeah. As long as Rogan, or maybe longer. just as long. Not, not is as it longer. Yeah, because it was really? always by himself. Yeah. Like, Jesus. It's funny to hear those old ones because even his voice is higher and he's like, what am I doing? He's yeah. just talking And it's always been himself. Yeah. Always by himself. It's I great. love that. And I love that like he'll do his... He doesn't give a fuck who, no. who it is or what no. the sponsor Things is. he says. He's always himself. I'm like, yeah. I can't Berries. Berries. Yeah. <laughs> he's gotten Berries. fired from... I think he said like 20 different sponsors. Oh, dude, because he just shits on him. No, the yeah. best one is this one. <laughs> yeah, that one's great. Sometimes that so pause, good. that pause will be like forty-five whole fucking seconds. Yeah, I know. Like leave, the and that's that's back. his silent fuck you. Like yeah. ZipRecruiter, if you don't like it, leave quit, it. quit sending me twenty-five dollars. I don't need it. Yeah, me undies, exactly. me undies. Yeah, so uh, fucking good. That guy is gold. Oh man. All right, let's keep blasting. Okay, we've got your movie pick. Yeah. Real, real quick, uh, MMA news. Brock Lesnar's not coming back. That's about the end of that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, done. So I have this crazy random video to show you guys. It is one of my, it might be in my top 15 all time for internet videos. So James knows I was like really big into wrestling just as a kid. Yeah. You know, I, unlike a lot of people, I fucking grew up and I don't watch it anymore. But yeah. uh, Scott Steiner was a part of the <laughs> Steiner brothers, Rick and Scott, whatever. Uh, he funny dude, but he just he's one of those guys that he is so many steroids. He was trying to be 
uh, what's the fucking word? He wanted to be like verbally charming and shit. He wanted to be a talker and okay. have, have good promos. Yeah. Mm. And they were all fucking train wrecks. That's amazing. And this one might be the biggest train wreck. And unfortunately, if you're listening, it's still going to be hilarious. Oh, I'm but so it's, excited. It's funnier for us because somebody took the time to make a visual for it. Oh, even better. It never doesn't make me laugh. It is right. so fucking good. I'm so excited right now. You know, they say all men are created equal. But you look at me and you look at small Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beating me. Oh my then God. you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and third chance of winning. Skipping words. His head gets so hot That's from amazing. doing math, he fucks up the name of his opponent. Oh. At the end, he says, Senor Joe. <laughs> Senor Joe? It's Christian fucking, it's, it's Samoa Joe. Like yeah. He said it's it right Samoa twice. Joe. Senor Joe. Oh, That's, fucking That's genius, the best man. thing. I... That is amazing. It's oh. real good. Um, somehow we got to get that on the Instagram story. Oh, my God. I, I have a clip grab app. You can download YouTube okay. files and save them as you have MP3s. to post that. It's way too good. And yeah, the thing the is, it's thing so good. like that video is one that like I don't I didn't even look to see how many views oh. it has, but I don't think it ever went viral and it fucking should have. Ten, uh, Ten million. It went viral. Not bad. Wait, so yeah. who did it? Uh, Just some dude? I mean, shout out AJ Mahody, or is that an N? <laughs> Thanks, AJ. I love the internet. Yeah. yeah 2011. That's been a, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. That's basically ancient. Yeah. I love in it. In the internet world, yeah. Yeah. Dude. So, so now, Fuck. at this point in the office, because of course I had to show a couple people at the Rise office. <laughs> of now, course. Now the go-to thing is like if we talk about like how how well a band is going to do first week or something. It's like, yeah. well, there's probably like a 33 and a third chance. They do like, <laughs> and then one of us will be like, okay, but real quick, what if we get Kurt Angle involved though? <laughs> Every time. That oh, I got to start using that. I got to show everybody I know that. Uh, ready for the movie pick? I am. <clears throat> this week, uh, Ryan, every week I do a movie pick. I'm Uh-oh. a big, what do you call it? Cinephile. 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 Big movie guy. I love and it. And this week we're going to do I, Tanya. Have okay. you seen this movie? I've heard about it. It's really good. It's super it? funny, too. Yeah, okay. really campy. Really Check this out, James. Really fucking well done. Guess where I saw it? What? In a movie theater. Did you know? I did. No. All right. You All went that, and saw this? All that shit talking wow. about movie theaters. Wow. Yeah. Props Man, to me. I'm so proud. Props to me. I yeah, knew James I would uh, like that. I like to thank my parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> speech. I don't remember you ever going to movies. I know. James and I got into it about movie theaters and their relevance yeah. in, in wow. uh, the general public and... Wow. But anyway, I that's, went that's and I love I love this movie. I fully that's support cool. this this pick. Nice man, is great. I'm almost stunned. Yeah, wow. uh, this is also about a local local gal. Do you remember mm-hmm. the Tanya Harding? Oh, Nancy I remember it vividly when it happened. Like as a kid watching it, I was like, yeah, I don't you, get what's happening here. I was still in yeah. California, so you <laughs> Oregon kids got to. Oh yeah. See this. Apparently, she's from like Gresham or some shit. Yes. Uh, 
It's important. Or, okay, yeah. That she makes she just sense. lived in Gresham for a long time or some shit. Yeah, yeah. That's... Yeah, it's it's so funny because the way they did it is they took uh, real interviews with her and her mom and her, the security guard, a uh, oh, self-appointed he's, security he's guard. The best part, the, the best, <laughs> the funniest fucking guy. I love that actor. He's hilarious too. Yeah, he nails it. Um, and just totally lies too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he was working for the CIA and shit. So fucking crazy. Uh, anyway, r- fucking rad movie. So they they tell the story, but like through the through the lens of like it's not did it happen, but why did it happen? And okay. How did it happen? Was she really responsible for it? Blah, blah, blah. Did it go down? Yeah, it's really yeah. it's really fucking well done and okay. really funny. And the mom, and Margot Robbie, somehow they made her look not hot, which that's, doesn't seem possible. That's my that's favorite terrifying. thing is they go, hey, who do yeah. we get to play this gremlin Tanya Harding? Oh, how about Margot fucking Robbie? Bangs. She's a ten. Yeah, <laughs> like what are you doing? What is yeah. with? Us? The Insane. only thing I don't I like her. about this movie is when they they show her figure skating. They super like they have a real skater, mm, mm-hmm. real figure skater, and then they superimpose Margot Robbie's face. It just uh, it's didn't, not it didn't, it didn't pull. Yeah. It's a little funky. The, the actress that plays the mother, she was oh, she yeah, nominated or did she yeah. win an award? Yeah, she, she won, won an award. Yeah, really. She yeah, murders she's it. So she was from like the West Wing and a bunch of other shit. She's a legit piece of shit. She plays a piece of shit so good, like just a cold, the worst, abusive mom, icy heart. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Chain just smoking okay. with a fucking parrot on the shoulder. Yeah. That's yeah. all real. That there's a real interview where this bitch is doing that. Such she's flicking off this fucking bird. Wow. There's no such thing as truth. Why? Why? Everyone has their own truth. That was a dope shot. Yeah. I was the best figure skater in the world at one point in time. Love the song, by the way. Yeah. Great song. Stop talking to her. That girl is your enemy. That's supposed to be the Lord's song. Who's that? Jeff was my first date ever. Oh, that husband. Mm. And my mom came. That lady. You need to see a wholesome American family. I don't have a wholesome American family. Nothing's ever your fault. I was embarrassed for you. My entire life, I've been told I wouldn't amount to anything. You know what? Maybe I would. (laughs) Oh. How do I get a fair shot here? We also judge on presentation. We're gonna need it even the playing field. I know a guy who shouldn't even be saying his name. Derek. <laughs> oh, I've got to see I've this. It's so good. This. We this looks still. What is going on? We're with the FBI. They know something. <laughs> what can you tell us about Tanya Harding? I don't know a Tony Harden. <laughs> what? A Tony? When I was a kid, did you ever love me? I made you a champion, knowing you'd hate me for it. That's the sacrifice a mother makes. He cursed me. America. They want someone to love. But they want someone to hate. I mean, come on. What kind of friggin' person bashes in their friend's knee. Who would do that to a friend? Stop that. (laughs) Fucking parrot. (laughs) Such a gross detail. How have I not seen that? It's great. 
Wow. Fuck, man. Yeah, it's I, not very long either. It's like just one of those easy movies to oh, on. Oh, perfect. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, in six months when I get a break from editing, yeah. I'm totally yeah. going to check yeah. this When out. you have time. I have, oh, God. Well, uh, thanks for being on the show, man. Yeah, man. Thank that you guys really for fun. having me. This is a really great episode. Yeah, that, I appreciate it. Especially the Margot Robbie part. That was, yeah. that was gold. Dude, her in The Wolf of Wall Street. God oh, don't even bring that up. I want to yeah. give up life when I see that's that. That's why I have to stay editing so I don't have to face reality. Yeah. That, like, oh. That's not my life. I know. <laughs> wow. Way too hot. Yeah. Oh. Shit's rough. It's unfair. Too hot. She's not even my type. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, she's everyone's type at that point. Mm-hmm. Totally. It's a problem. Yeah, Oof. that was good. No, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, uh, Real pleasure. If thank people want to hook up with you, they want to contact you, they want you to work for them so or whatever. Facebook secret crush. That's how you find me. Okay. Uh, Sick callback. Like yeah. I'm doing the marketing campaign. Crush, for secret crush. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just my name, Ryan Chisesi, R-Y-A-N-C-H-I-S-E-S-I. Thanks, family. Um, yeah. At, uh, um, I don't even know my own stuff. At, uh, RyanChisesi.com or uh, RyanChisesi on Instagram or Facebook. And Sweet. that's my email at Gmail. Cool. Email at Gmail. We'll, like uh, it. we'll ah. put it all in the show notes too cool. and make thank sure you people guys. know. Tag you and all that good stuff. Yeah. Thank you for having me. This is seriously yeah, an man. honor. I really appreciate it. This is a good it. one. This is why I waited. I Because I, I, obviously you came to mind early on, but I was like, we got to get the room right. Don't Let's lie, get man. our audio right. I Trust me, <laughs> yeah, I brought yeah, your name nice, up Brad. for weeks. That's and I was awesome. just like, we're going to wait until it's a little more presentable. So No, I love it. Seriously, I, I can't wait to come back. I'm well, yeah, I was going to say, you're welcome to come back anytime, man. Yeah. If you want to just you know, sit con- and hang and talk. Well, yeah, I mean, you're also the video guy. You're like the only yeah. video guy I know. There so we go. You want to come over and go. be a part of it? We'll, uh, you know, help you out wherever we can. Tell that to the guys at Red Fang with the whole crew now. Yeah, exactly. For hook, sure. Hook a boy up. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, you never know. <laughs> cool, man. Thank you, guys. Anything else, guys? I don't think so. Okay. Well, uh, as usual, the only fee for you to listen to the show is to pretty please go and tell one person. Um, and if you have an extra minute, you can rate and review the show on iTunes. That helps us out a lot. But more importantly, just tell one person. Turn to your neighbor. Turn to your friend. Turn to your girlfriend. And uh, poke him in the butt and say, listen to the Stateside Podcast. Yeah, I like that. I'm into it. Look at look at your girlfriend and poke him in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> look at your girlfriend and poke him in the butt. <laughs> we're we're fluid. Yeah. <laughs> yep. A lot um, of fluids. <laughs> oh. I think that's pretty much it. I think next week we're gonna go guestless. I Most think. likely, yeah. That's kind of the rhythm these days. Yep. But uh, other than that, follow us at the Stateside Podcast on Instagram, and we're trying to grow that account. It's a brand new account, so go and give us a follow. And apparently the likes don't matter, so just follow us. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Fuck Amanda. it. All right, let's let this guy go and let the audience go. All righty. Thanks, man. Bye, guys. Bye. Later, everybody. Sit down, Get Paul. It. <laughs> Isn't his quest for glory? Give it all you got to, to fight to the top. So we can know your story. Man, is it the woman in his arms? Just cause she has big titties, or is it the way he fights?
Oh, yeah.